Hi, I'm Georgia Love, and you're listening to the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. What do you do with an arts degree? I'm still not sure I know. I skipped three years worth of lectures just to binge watch awful shows. There must be some scholarship for accruing worthless knowledge. It's my only talent, honey. That and losing money. Let your excess hex debts rest and then just join us while we start on our bachelor. Bachelor. Jared lost? <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck! How? I don't understand what happened. He was signposted to win from day dot. Every single time he came on the screen, I thought, that's the winner. That's our Hitler. I don't... That's our Hitler. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. understand what happened. I feel deeply confused and troubled by the ending of this television program. Uh-huh. My name is Max Quinn. This is Xavier Obetsky noonan on the other microphone. Hi. Hi. Uh, the show is called The Bachelor of Hearts. It's a podcast that we do about The Bachelor Australia and The Bachelorette as well. And we've just gotten to the end of the next season of The Bachelorette. That's right. Starring, we just watched it. Starring Sophie Monk. It's Thursday night. We just watched it. What time is it? 9.45? Mm. Uh, ten. Ten. Whatever. Uh, Look. Apologies. Yeah. So sorry. Uh, what happened? Well, I mean, a lot of stuff happened. Yeah. Do you want the short answer or the long answer? Because the long answer is going to go for the next hour or so. Okay. All right. Well, then let's let's build up to the long answer. Okay. But I got some stuff that I want to cover in the short term. Oh, sure. Okay. Number one. You got a drum roll for me? <laughs> you know that I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. No, no. I edit these episodes. I got one. It's coming up. Great. Okay. Here, here it is. is. We're listening to it Ready? now. It's Good drum rolls, Avi. Thank you. Yeah, I, I know. spent probably three to four days looking for the ideal one. Yeah, thank you. And so you. I apologize yeah. for this episode being late. Huge but. credits to soundbible.com for oh, their, yeah, their help. Big yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Look, uh, sitting with us in the studio is a very, very special guest. Absolutely. Yeah, she is the author of No Way. Okay, fine. She is uh, an internet commentator. Some would say savant. Personally, I would agree. Sure. Uh, Brody Lancaster is with us in the studio. Hello. Hello. Hey, thanks we, for coming to my house. Thanks for being with me while we all saw Sophie Monk's nap tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> Something that we had not really observed until I'm glad you I graced didn't have us to with look your presence. at it alone. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, how, like, how horrified are you that she has a tattoo of her own surname on her neck? Yeah, it's wild. Now I want to know what's on her wrist because mm-hmm. there was a lot of wrist shots tonight as yeah, well. Yeah, true. I thought maybe her neck tattoo said Mork. It's <laughs> 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 just really big. When I first saw it, because it's like a bit florally, I was like, maybe she's just got like a delicate neck tattoo flower. Sure. No, just the monk. Just the word monk. Like the brand? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> a chilling me, reminder yeah. in case you forgot her own name. <laughs> I wonder if her dad has the same one. He didn't ooh, turn around ooh, this episode. We didn't episode. get to see dad neck. Yeah, no, no. dad neck. Um, okay. just born with it. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe it's Maybelline. So yeah, go it's, on. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to recycle the same reference I made while we were watching the show. No, please. But I've never been able to forget the fact that Selwyn from Pop Stars. Mm-hmm. Remember, so there was Sophie era, then Scandalous, and then they went solo Pop Stars. Yeah. Mm. Um, and Selwyn was in it, and he had on his like arm a big music note, and then 
Selwyn tattooed yes. on his arm. And Selwyn was arguably the most successful of that era of pop stars, even though he didn't win the show. Yeah, Selwyn was a great like R and B singer, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, he was really good. Um and Xavi, do you know do you remember who the winner of uh season three of Pop yeah, Stars? Scott Kane. Scott Green. Scott, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, Scotty yeah. Kane. I had that C D single. It's such a good song. It's Genuinely good Greg yeah. Alexander He covered a Leo Sayer song yep. And my mum was very into that when It was like I Just close my eyes And I be Touch You You That's <laughs> uh, so good What a song I didn't remember that Huge Yeah you brought yeah. something real nascent out of me just Yeah then. Thank you for that I loved it Let's talk about The Bachelorette Yes it's obviously it's finale week. We just watched the finale. Mm-hmm. Everything has happened to us now. We're shells of people. We're yeah. emotionally exhausted. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. How do we even approach something like this? Well, I think we have to first uh, discuss that there were a lot of tears while we were watching. Certainly, most of them from Jared. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, so many His Jared face was tears. Not really holding up too well. No, I think just combination of like salt water in the air, maybe like the salty tears. And uh, just a lot of like bright sunlight, UV rays, and that kind of thing. Uh, He's so red to begin with that. Then I think being in Fiji and getting redder, and then being crying and being dumped and mm. getting even redder, his face started to go white in patches. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like it was like reversing. <laughs> <laughs> we were seeing some serious damage taking place. Yeah, so I think absolutely. this is a great time to remind people to slip, slap, slap, and whatever the other new one is. What is the added don't one? Right, slide on your son's sunglasses slide on your sunglasses it's probably yeah i think is that's it? It. yeah slip slop slap slide Slash. slip slop slap selwyn <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah um so yeah jared went home but we should also talk about apollo because sure. he we also lost him this week yeah that's right yeah our beautiful um, boy yeah we just as we were growing to no we loved him we from loved the him moment. from the beginning He's we just couldn't great. work out that he was a magician yeah yeah and apparently now a songwriter too that's right. Well, that's really? the big scoop about Apollo you know that this, came really? out this no, week. No, I only learned when I arrived at your house that he was in Thor. Okay, okay. That's Which I watched true. last night. All he right. plays the Hulk. I didn't know. <laughs> and uh, and also he has a he has a music career that's just starting off. He's about to release his debut single, which I believe is called like Illusions or something. What something is it? Something like no! that. It's cool. wait, wait, wait. Like... No, no, it's true. Hang on. Let me. This all makes sense why when he left, Sophie just stared at him and was like, you're so talented. You're going to go so far. Mm-hmm. You make pe-. like, it sounded like she was like his manager. Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely. Yeah. In the same way that Sam was her manager a few weeks ago. Yeah, that's sure. why she's so yeah. successful now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's doing great. Yeah. I actually saw her on TV earlier. <laughs> Pretty cool. Sam's getting so, a cut of that. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to show you, Brody, the single cover. If uh, anyone else is listening at home. And by the uh, way, single is the right word because now he's on the market. Apollo Jackson. Oh, it's addiction. addiction. No. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of the most handsome people ever to be on Australian TV. He True. doesn't look great. It's no. not. It's the aviators, I think. He's not facing the camera. No. He's not smiling. He doesn't have his shirt they off. They haven't captured any of that famous Apollo levity. You know, he's a very yep. like sweet, peaceful kind of guy. And, and here he just looks like any aggressive, yeah. you know, EDM yeah. sunglass wearer. The cover yep. needed to chan- channel him when he's like kind of gently ribbing Jared by being like, Hey, do you think Blake's kissing Sophie right now? <laughs> While they like throw medicine balls back and forth. There's none of that. It should have just been a screenshot from the show. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, with his five horses. Sure. Yeah. His favorite horse. They're all holding instruments. His favorite horse, addiction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I'm very excited. Okay, me too. Yes. I, will, I can't wait to hear the Apollo single, but I can't help but think that Apollo's heart might be a bit hurt by Sophie. Yeah. I hope that this new like creative endeavor of his, his new artistic sort of expression, will allow him to deal with those feelings. Yes. You know? You can sense the Australian magic community being really upset that he's like, <laughs> yeah. gone, like, it's sold true. out and gone to music. Well, I mean, it was such great PR for magic yeah, in general. They were You're finally like right. someone cool and hot and on TV who women like. Yeah. 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 Who also happens to be a magician. Yeah. 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 Apollo. What a win for magic in general. They had Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> little bit of a gap. They had this. What are we? Where what do we, will it where be we now? Go now? Yeah, <laughs> maybe this very podcast. <laughs> um, all right. Well, how about we dive into a recap? There's yes. so much to get through. So many very good quotes <laughs> oh. from these very bad Just boys. Some really articulate moments. Yes, yeah. oh, absolutely. I, wait, we have spent this entire time talking and not even discussed that the winner is Stu. Oh yes, yeah, Stu won. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's How kind that of... I figured we'd get there. Yeah. yeah. And that's also kind of a, an analogy or, or like a metaphor for like how we feel about Stu generally, which is just like, yeah, He mm, won, I guess. He yeah. certainly was there. Everyone else got eliminated. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sophie, I guess, liked him, didn't cry off her Maybelline Great Lash mascara. Mm. And then he arrived. Yeah. And there he was. From the moment that he stepped off that chopper, he was a contestant on the show. <laughs> the number of times that I've started a sentence with that, in fact, phrasing. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, so relatable. Sure. He really is. You yeah. know, like when I lie in bed at night, are patting my piles of money. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The subtext to everything he said to Sophie tonight was, there's one thing money can't buy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For everything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, too. My li- littles. Is it littles? Oh, my littles. little preciouses. My littles. My precious. Yeah, he's got a lot of these. Yeah. Yeah. We'll dig up some examples as we dive into our recap, mm. beginning with The Bachelorette Australia Season 3, Episode 11. So we see some more shots of Sophie uh, standing on the beach as she recaps her journey with the three remaining men. We then see Jared, who is waiting to meet Sophie uh, and thinking back on his confession of love last week. Maybe you remember. Sophie rolls up in a red Ferrari and gets out and hugs Jared before revealing that she has lost her voice. Which to me seems very convenient. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, sorry, Jared. I'm not going to be able to talk to you very much today. So. Let's get in these noisy machines <laughs> away from each other. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, they set off together. Uh, Jared jumps into the driver's seat for some reason, even though Sophie was driving before. Interesting. I don't know. There's something gendered about who drives on these. Mm. And like a lot of the time it's like to preserve a surprise, but sometimes it's just like, well, I'm Jared. Of course I'm driving. <laughs> Sophie's uh, lost her voice. She can't drive. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Brody, you said something interesting when we were watching earlier tonight about uh, how Jared was driving and then they get to their destination and he's like, where are you taking me? Yeah. <laughs> he pretends it's like any other date where he just shows up and he's like, what's all this? <laughs> he had driven them there and assumingly followed signs. Sure, yeah. Pulled into the parking lot and then was like, what's all this? Yada, yada, yada. Six men have got out and like changed his tires and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they chat a little bit while they're driving and Jared says, that's exactly my intentions. It's only to be here for you. Yes, I'll walk out of here with some extra friends, but... What? Wow, will you? And then he says, I'm not here to... And I'm like, he's going to say it. And then he says, for their hearts, I'm here for yours. (laughs) What such a tease. Jared. Um, 
But then also, anyway. Jared doesn't has not made any friends. No, I don't think so. There was a moment tonight while watching him get his heart broken, where I remembered that like in all the the Blake scandal this week yes. in the news, there was a bit where he said like. Sophie and I are mates. We still text. Like I texted her when I got eliminated and was like, sorry that I was such a dick. And she was like, lol. And then all I could think was like, Jared does not have her phone number. Absolutely. Yeah. Not. Yeah. yeah. As bad as Blake is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't, I They've wouldn't like be They've like beat at a party since or something. Sure. Yeah. Mm, feels icky. Um, anyway, they eventually arrive at Ludnam Raceway. Uh, a go-karting race course um, where they're going to leave this incredibly expensive luxury sports car in the garage and then hop straight into these janky little carts together. Brody, you're from Bundaberg. Yeah, I am. How many go-karts have you been in? Uh, A couple. We actually have... Bundy has a go-karting water slide park combined. Holy crap. Um, I think it's fallen into disrepair in the last few years. Mm. I went there once Mm. in 2001. And what was it like? Um, yeah, it was fun. Mm. It was the era of everyone wearing a tankini with board shorts over the top of your girl. So yes, it was yes. like Gala's really shoes. of that era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't like go karts though. They're too low to the ground. I feel unsafe. Yeah. Mm. I, I love safety. I'm like Sophie Monk. That's <laughs> 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 true. I just want someone, a real man with $400 million to support me. <laughs> yeah. 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 Make me feel cared for. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you like Softy, you'll... Softy? Softy. That's nice. Uh, if you like Softy, you'll enjoy this. They appear dressed head to toe in protective jumpsuits mm-hmm. and uh, big helmets. And again, I'm thinking at this point, like, these people are not on a date. They're not going to be talking to one another. They're no. just going to be going... Rim, 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 rim. But that's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they do that. Sorry, how did uh, the crazy frog get in here? <laughs> Where'd he go? He's, he's, not, he's, he's very quick. He's very quick. <laughs> yeah. um, that's after they make their wage which is like what they'll do if the other one wins and the first thing out of jared's mouth is you'll be my slave that's right um so yes they 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 uh they propose a bet to make things more interesting which is good uh because it's not um um, and sophie will have to be jared's servant for the rest of the day if he wins yuck uh which yeah Um, it just says a lot that that's where his mind goes yeah uh, and Jared will have to dance around the track in his underwear if Sophie wins. Um, so Jared, obviously, is newly determined at this point. He says, I can be a gentleman. I can open the door for you. I can stand on the roadside of you when we're walking on the footpath so you don't get wet by the puddles by the cars. <laughs> Do, hey, what? <laughs> I remember watching him say that and hoping that you would get it word for word. Because it was was just so long-winded. It's what I do, Bernie. The puddles by the car. Yes. He says, but coming to this race, I have to flog you. I have to annihilate you. Oh, God. Ah. Oh, Jared. Jared, you're on thin ice already, dude. In the court of public opinion of Australian TV viewers... You just don't want to put your foot in it like that. It's like Jared's like listened in to banter at the pub and you're like, that's how blokes talk. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to tell this woman I need to flog her. (laughs) It's almost like like he's read a transcript of banter at the pub or something though, because he doesn't say it comfortably. Yeah, no. Everything that he says though is vaguely like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like when you're trying out new slang and the first time you say it, you're like, fuck. Yeah, I get it. It doesn't. It didn't sound cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I met this girl uh, when I was in the US and she talked to me a lot about Texas Tuxedo. Um, It's this thing, Texas Tux, which uh, is where you 
wear a suit uh, with a cowboy hat and jeans. Oh, I've slang. heard of a Canadian tuxedo. Canadian as tuxedo is double denim. Double denim, yeah. yeah. But so it's like a dress shirt and jacket. Yes, with jeans, cowboy boots, spurs, and a bolo tie. Hot! Mm. It's a I hot love look. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Once you said bolo tie, I was I was way on board. I've uh-huh. been to Texas and I didn't know it had a name. I thought it was just what men wore. It's like a formal attire thing. Like I if love you told someone it. in Texas to dress semi-formal, they would show up in. Texas Tux, I believe. Great. Maybe it's maybe that's completely formal. I don't know. I mean, I've got to do more research. Who's going to fact Maddie. check you here? <laughs> not me. I'm not fact checking myself. <laughs> and then a cowboy walks in. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Jared puts his grape stomping foot down on the accelerator. Yeah, <laughs> cute. And proceeds to lap Sophie twice. Uh, but for some reason, they both acknowledge at the end of it that Sophie won. Well, the rules were that she had to do two laps and he had to do five. Oh, I must have missed that. Yeah, that was their that was them setting up her handicap. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. because obviously he's woman. he's because they just kept saying he kept saying I'm competitive and then Sophie kept saying Jared's very competitive uh, mm. like his mum. Being yeah. like Jared, like yeah. going to a birthday party, being like, just settle down, let someone else win. Yeah. Being yeah. like, no. <laughs> and the mom having to be to someone like, listen, Jared's yeah. very competitive. Having just to go take easy. him to the party and like yeah. give some context for him. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe Sophie won because she picked up one of those blue spiky shells. and <laughs> Ah, good, good. Yeah, yeah. She's coming in last and then all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, Jared sheepishly accepts that he will have to do an undie run. But then Sophie saves him by saying that he can be her servant instead. And this servant thing... <sighs> it really brings a lot of joy to Jared. Yeah. Yeah, like, he likes sickeningly it so, so much. Yeah. And that's sort of the thing with Jared is he's already kind of doting on her all the time anyway and being a little bit over-present. Yeah. Like every time they hug, he lifts her fr- like off the ground. And this time she's like... Oh, you're going to carry me everywhere. And he's like, yep. And mm-hmm. then she like jumps on his back and uh. it looks so terrible. And he's like, I could get used to this. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Like it really becomes apparent. Like Jared, it behaves in such a creepy, weird way. But he also, it feels to me like he's so smitten. And you know when you like someone so much that you just turn into a pile of mushy peas? Yeah. Sure. I think that's what that is. Yeah. I think yeah. that's how it manifests itself with him. He's because just a he soup. just is just yeah, he's just a big soupy mess. Yeah. Yeah. Um and that's okay, but it's also very teenage or like it feels like you're almost like falling in love for the first time or something like that. Yeah, well yeah. I, I think the big issue is it's just not really being addressed. Like yep. that's that's a perfectly good reason for Sophie to dismiss someone and we could all have a good discussion about how, you know, that's not what she's looking for and not necessarily what everyone's looking for in relationships and uh-huh. stuff. And we as a culture can we all could all learn from that and move on. Certainly. But instead he's like in the top two and she's rewarding it every time that yeah. it comes up. And like I'm not blaming her necessarily. Um but, but it's it's the, it's the kind of like it's like a subtle well not so subtle but it's like a kind of emotional control over someone where it's like if you don't do what I want you know how much damage it's going to do to me sure. kind of thing yeah. you know it's like I saw someone on Twitter tonight being like I was in a relationship with someone like Jared and I never broke up with him because I always thought he would like hurt himself or hurt somebody else or yeah. it was always kind of like threateningly obsessed with. Her? Yeah, yeah. Obsessive you know? is maybe the yeah. maybe the right word. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. Jared, you don't know anything about Jared except Vineyard and Army. Yeah, that's mm. the only thing you know about yeah. Jared. What besides are his interests? Sophie. Yeah, yeah. He's so single-minded. 
Um, we watched Sophie and her servant sit at a patchy <laughs> couch with some wine. And Jared hand feeds her grapes and wraps a blanket around her and so on and so on. Uh, who said chivalry is dead? Question mark. <laughs> well, I haven't seen him walk with her down a road next to the cars by the puddles yet. Yeah, so sure, just in yet. case the puddles jump up and splash at her. It could happen. <laughs> just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mm-hmm. mean it won't. Apollo could cast a spell on the puddles. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Um, Jared asks what Sophie thought of his family To which she replies I loved them uh, And he assures her that they loved her too In recap Jared says Last time I saw Sophie I said the words I love you And it'd be nice to see how Sophie's feeling about that And like not to be pedantic But that's not exactly what you said Jared Jared actually said The feelings that I have for you And have grown (laughs) for you as who you are Have come to a conclusion Where I've actually fallen in love with you uh, that's what he said. That's exactly the, word for word what he said. Yeah. <laughs> the feelings has come to a conclusion. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Everything the has feelings have concluded. The feelings have concluded by the puddle mm-hmm. by the road. <laughs> I have found the mean and the median of the statistics. <laughs> Except remember when Jared had to do maths that time? Oh, yeah, true. Really Jared can't do maths. Not his strong no, no, suit. No. Very confident <laughs> and very bad at maths. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, he pushes Sophie for a response, uh, even though he knows that she can't really say anything back to him as mandated by the structure of the show. Mm. She's not going to say, I love you, Jared. She's going to say, Ooh. And she does say that. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's yeah, right. That's a word. quote. Yeah. I wrote it yeah. down. Hard to spell, but, you know, we've been in this game for a while now. Um, Sophie starts to tear up and she tells him that it's uh, that he is one of the nicest people ever. She says, I really struggle feeling like people care about me and really love me. And it's really nice to hear that because I really believe that you care about me properly. Um, She later says, I'm really lucky I met you, honestly. Thanks for caring about me. You're so sweet. It's ridiculous. And Jared says, yeah, I just, I'm glad I finally get to show someone who I am. Uh, You, Sorry? No. Yeah, it's not. You're not doing that. Well, he hasn't. Yeah. Um, He has not. He says, you just have a good soul. Uh, they share a slow and loud kiss as we cut to commercial. What did you guys think? Jared, Sophie. Every, every time I see Jared telling Sophie up close, sitting next to her, how much he loves her and she has can't say it back, but clearly he thinks she wants to, her eyes never meet his. Like, she's always kind of like, oh, fuck. Like, oh, shit. It's, it's like totally her, signposting. It's like her like friend's little brother who she doesn't want to hurt his feelings yeah. or something. Yeah. Because she's going to see him again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we cut to Stu, who is waiting at the Jeffrey Street Wharf in Kirribilli, overlooking the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Very famous view. Uh, and a huge stretch limo with quite a limited turning circle shows up. <laughs> it seemingly gets stuck in the roundabout. <laughs> very fun. Some good editing there. Um, before Sophie pops her head out the window and invites Stu in. And I so thought when we were setting this up, he's standing at the wharf. I'm like, great, boat date. Guarantee, lock it in. They didn't end up, Didn't get there yet. What the fuck? Yeah, they got in a car. Um, in the limo, Stu reveals that he, quote, in preparation for Sophie, took a dance class uh, like before even That's Bachelorette right. just That was like, so strange uh, Yeah I mean Get a dance class It's great to know how to dance But don't be like I'm doing it so I can then dance with Sophie No And he didn't 
you know? Like, there is absolutely no way that he did that in real life. It's mm. fine that he maybe lied and said that on the television. but yeah. Unless it's like his rich family who were like last week, we don't watch the program or whatever. Yeah. Like, they were all like, oh, we don't know what this show is. And they no. all laughed and were so rich. <laughs> and like, maybe they were like, oh, uh, she's going on a reality show. And one of them had seen Dancing with the Stars before. And so they like told him to get a dance. Because they like saw it at the nail salon or something That's on the good. TV. That's like, really good. They just d- don't watch reality TV and they assumed you'd need to know how to dance. I like I like to think there was like a 10 week course and each week was like a different like there was one where there was cooking for in, in case he was on MasterChef there was one that was like the, having a simple life like painting a ceiling in case it was on the block yeah 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 right. yeah <laughs> Uh, Having a simple life. Yeah. Um, this story about him taking a dance lesson and like, oh, he didn't even really pay that much attention. It cracks up Sophie Monk. It's the funniest thing she's ever heard. Yeah. Uh, Her standards are so low on this show. Yeah. yeah. None of like Sam was the funny one. None yeah. of these people are good. No. And none they've never. None of them have been good. Realistically, no. uh, James was kind of funny. Remember James? Yeah, I loved James. He had a few good moments, Mm. yeah. You can tell he was funny in the house. Yeah. Like, probably did silly things and embarrassed himself and Mm -hmm. everyone loved it. Yeah. Moments later, the limo pulls up in the heart of Darling Harbour, which I should add is a short and very affordable ferry ride from the wharf that they were (laughs) fucking standing at just a minute ago. Um, But they head to the Sea Life Aquarium to see some aquarium life. (laughs) Stu loves it. Yeah. He's like, this is an amazing idea. Interestingly enough, With I should the point out. common folk. I should point out, I have actually also been on a date at this very aquarium. So in have Sydney. I. Yeah. No way. Yeah, Holy definitely. It wasn't moly. the same date. That'd be no, incredible. Was, yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Mm. Um, I took a photo on this date that was like three years ago, and I, I just re- realized I still have it. So. You with the penguins? No, 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 no. It's not me with penguins. There's okay. penguins there? I'm going to Sydney next week. Maybe I should go. Maybe drop in. Maybe I'll find a date to go. Go on a date. Let's go see the dugong. Yeah. This was a first date and it didn't like... Let's not fat shame a dugong. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so there's a sign that I took a photo of on this date like three years ago because it cracked me up so much. It just says, I'm broken. This will not affect your shark mission. <laughs> so we never had a second date. Uh, it's weird. I can't yeah. believe that. I know. It's a nice photo of the two of you, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who could say what made that? They showed up and was in a red car, and she was like, I've lost my voice. And there was a sign of her that said, I'm broken. <laughs> um, all right. So Sophie has paid somebody off to let them hang out with the dugongs. Mm. I don't know how much she had to pay. I looked up on the Sea Life Aquarium website what times they do the the dugong <laughs> feedings dugong shows. Yeah, but they're all very public. Mm. They didn't come there at ten a.m. or okay. one p.m. or four p.m. <laughs> um, no one else gets to pat the dugong. No, no, no that's a new thing. And be cruel to it. No, yeah. No. So Sophie describes them as the fattest, ugliest, cutest things I've ever seen. I want one. Close, you're actually thinking about me. Oh, <laughs> <Davey>. Stop <laughs> it. Uh, sorry, I do that joke all the time. And vegan too, because just eating lettuce. Oh, true. <laughs> yep. That's true. Um, in recap, Stu says, even he looks pretty good next to the dugongs. Can Come we, on. Can we lay off? They, yeah. Those are the beautiful orphans of the sea. They're so Sea cow. Sea cow. Sea cow. 
I want to see cow meat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm vegan. We it just, means I uh, only eat sea cows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's funny. Like reality TV has such a big problem with like body image and talking about like people's body shapes and stuff. Mm. The fact that we're now extending that to like animal life. So <laughs> he stood there, so baffled, going, "I've been on a diet where I only eat lettuce," <laughs> and then the man standing there is like, "This." animal eats a hundred kilos of lettuce a week why is it so fat (laughs) it eats a hundred kilograms of lettuce a week (laughs) it's got no calories she just kept talking about the calories (laughs) of lettuce and Stu was like let's pat the dugong um sophie pats the dugongs back and soon after it surprises her by poking its head out of the water as if to play with her and it's very sweet Mm. and then the dugong starts talking and it says i'm so infatuated with your beauty and your presence (laughs) You have so many great attributes I'm looking for in a human partner. Uh, it's weird how the dugong also, not to like spoil shit, but like when the limo pulls up at the end of the next episode, like the door opens and then you see one flipper <laughs> just pop out of the door. That's the alternate ending. I would pay yeah. so much to watch. I know. Uh, my friend Georgie thought of that. I didn't. I can't take oh, credit. Oh, no. Yeah. It's like yes. Finding Nemo, except the dugong escapes to go to Fiji. Right. <laughs> <laughs> For Sophie. <laughs> I just watched Finding Dory just recently. You guys Is it good? That? I haven't seen it yet. It's good. I liked it. Okay, I'll watch it. I have a story it. about it. Yeah. Mm. I bet it'll make me cry. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. She can't remember anything. Oh, oh, that's it's like fifty first dates, but under the yeah. sea instead of on top of the sea. <laughs> under the sea. No she Adam Sandler, I imagine. With Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> he builds her a waffle house. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the Jugong date is over, sadly. What if she just sent sensed you home? What if she was like me and the Jugong right here, right now? That's it. That's what I would want. I'd um, watch that show. I would watch the shit out of that show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sophie and the gong. <laughs> <laughs> At least you did in Wollongong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it. And then Red Simon shows up and gongs him. So they head to a batch couch. Uh, this is c- just a sidebar. I saw Red Simon's at Peter Monty's once. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah, he lives near there, apparently. Yeah. I should say apparently so people don't stalk him or something. Or your horrible listeners. <laughs> no, he, yeah. Our <laughs> listeners have been looking for Red Simons <laughs> since we started this podcast. Wait, you've been looking for Red Simons? No, our listeners have. Oh, he works at my work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah fair he was standing at the, I saw him and he was, it was like a quiet, like Saturday or Sunday morning at Peter Monty's and I just kind of like eyed him and he was standing at the butcher's counter and he got like a bunch of bacon and then he... I lost track of him and then I went and got in line to check out and he was in front of me at the checkout. All he had was this big, like so many slabs of bacon and then just all of these microwave brown rice bowls. And I was just like, red. And then (laughs) because it was Peter Monty's, it was like a little old Greek lady behind the register and she like scanned everything and then someone walked past and was like, red. And then the lady behind the counter kind of like looked at him. And then he left and then she looked at me and she goes, he's famous. And I was like, yeah, people know who he is. And then she goes, and like imitated hitting a gong. And I was like, yeah, that's him. And she, and she like rolled her eyes and goes, idiot. <laughs> that's funny. Do you guys reckon there's a connection between Red Simons and Jared? Because of red faces? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I like that. 
Red Simons often will uh, like just sort of wander around to people's desks at the ABC and just pick up things that, that are on their desks and ask if he can have them. <laughs> and everyone's too scared to say no. Everyone's like, all right. Fine, That's right. a quality I don't bit. need this I would... mug. <laughs> I don't, I don't need do my laptop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One morning he walked around and found an air horn and was like, I have this. <laughs> hey, does this thing work? <laughs> yeah, truly. Well, I feel like I had a sound effects board in my fucking <laughs> 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 All right. Um, One morning he, like, he walked around and he actually found this, like, <laughs> like this... Scottish ogre. <laughs> wait, wait, who? I like I don't know. And what? like, who could you it was be so weird about? that he was just like, <laughs> like, can I have this? And the Scottish ogre was like, What are you doing in my swamp? It was fucking weird. Wow. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. Did he gong him? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, Shrek no, he make the car. Gave him a two. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my tummy hurts. Imagine oh, Red no. Simon with an <laughs> Imagine him. So they head to a batch of couch. They crack some sparkling wine and they toast to a lovely day. Stu says he's happy. Uh, and then he says, you know, I have littles out there. Uh, referring to his kids. Uh, I have to think about them and that sort of thing. I have to be really careful with what I say and do. I'm very concerned about letting them down. Yada, yada. He says littles. He calls littles. them littles. He does and call them littles. The fir- well, for the first time, but mm. not the last. It's so uncomfortable. I and wanna... I guess like he has decided that he's going to normalize it by saying it so many times on TV. But it's just not. like. Are they all daughters? Yes. Four girls. He's got four daughters. I'm one of three daughters. Okay. Well, women. I I'm don't know. <laughs> Wait, I, identify as a, I identify as a daughter. <laughs> That's my like okay. identity. But sure. until I'm a mother, I'm a daughter. Uh-huh. Um, I if my my dad says like the girls or like yeah, you mm. know yeah, kids or something. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe my kids. Littles. Imagine being my his sixteen-year-old daughter and being like, ugh, he called me beautiful lit- little. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I want to just touch on uh, a review, a a review, an interview that Stu gave to the Australian Financial Review (laughs) Mm, earlier this week. uh, He said, "My two little ones are big fans of the show. They were always pretty positive about me going on, but the two older ones were wondering what the impact would be on themselves and their mother. But Mm. I weighed up all the pros and cons, and through several years of unhappiness, I just thought this might be the path to happiness." Oh, I told my oh, two daughters stew. to get fucked. I told my I told two, two daughters. Older ones. Yeah. With the amount I cut of my like... losses. They were on the cons column. Right. Yeah. The little ones were in the pros yeah. column. If you don't like it, go live with your mother. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. That's actually what happens. Yeah. I try to explain it to my friends walking around each night, turning the lights off in the house when everyone's in bed. And then all of a sudden you're going to bed by yourself, watching TV by yourself, eating. At this point I'm like, I'm feeling a bit sorry for you. You've been through a rough thing. And then he says, you've got to do your washing. I don't think I've ever done my washing before. Fuck off, I'm hopeless at that. Stu has a staff. Let's not be... Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. How can you have $500 million and complain about doing washing? I don't know. There's no way you have to worry about it. Because he went to his holiday house and had to figure out how the washing machine worked (laughs) once. Even then, it's... And then he left. One button. (laughs) Fill it with what, Ned? (laughs) With water. Yeah. <laughs> Sophie asks him when he will be divorced, which is a very fair question. Totally. 
Um, Stu says it's not far away. He again says, I loved marriage. I loved having kids. And for the right person, I'd do it again in a heartbeat. To which Sophie says, do you think that's me? And he kind of laughs it off. He doesn't really give much of an answer. Um, they, uh, they bond over both of them sort of using humor as a defense mechanism. Um, but it means it leaves Sophie with a bit of skepticism because he hasn't really said anything. Yeah. Um, Stu talks about how they've built a great friendship together, saying that that is the foundation of a lot of great relationships, which I agree with. Uh, Sophie says, I think you're amazing. I think you're funny. I think you've got a massive heart and you've got, and, and you're one of the nicest, most protective people ever. And they smile, and they both lean in for a big kiss. And that's and about the end of it. Then he talks into her mouth some more? That happens later. Got it. That'll happen later, yeah. Spoiler alert. I think alert. he managed to get away from it this time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, I do know. He ends a, up yeah. winning. I don't like him. That's what I know. Okay. It it's, was a date. Yeah. yeah. It's just kind of like... Well, you're one of the three people. Yeah, and yeah. You're not the two worst ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really sorry, Apollo. That was harsh on Apollo. It was harsh on Apollo, but Apollo's a, like a young man. It He's, wasn't gonna. Yeah, yeah. Apollo's literally younger than me. Like, yeah, <laughs> me too. Thing, yeah. yeah, all of us. Um, I, so I thought Apollo was gonna make the final, but I fell victim to the fatal flaw of Bachelor editing, which is they always cut the fan favorite at three. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Tara, it happened last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess Maddie J's probably the exception to the rule. Yeah. Who was number three in Maddie J's season? I don't remember. Who could possibly recall? Could possibly These recall details are lost three. to time. There's no possible way to go back through the archive of our episodes and find out. Definitely not. <laughs> anyway. I'm um, trying to think of who Richie's number three was. Elena. Yeah, it was, wasn't who it? was sick. Elena Who was, was great. I yeah. don't know if she was necessarily the fan favorite. It's true. Yeah. I can't picture her. She was she very was, exotic. She was young. And she was from somewhere mysterious. other than Australia. Oh, yeah. 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 The Zane of the bunch. Yes, mm. the Zane. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Um, all right. So Sophie arrives in a horse-drawn carriage. Ew. To meet Apollo <laughs> Apollo somewhere. loves the carriage. Yeah, he loves. Does. Yeah. I've and never been in one before. Like, yeah. <laughs> Apollo, you have five fucking horses. How hard is it? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? He does. <laughs> the, I only whisper to them. I don't make them transport me. <laughs> Very different relationship. Um, so they meet somewhere in the Blue Mountains, and he is waiting for her all rugged up in layers and layers of warm clothing. They hop into the carriage together, and they have the same chat about how nice hometowns were. Everyone has this exact chat. Yep. They then pull up at a house where Sophie has laid out a smart looking tuxedo for Apollo. Not one of those dumb looking tuxedos. (laughs) A Texas tuxedo, you mean? Oh, yeah, true. Um, And uh, yeah, she reveals that they will be going to the opera. Uh, And they say the phrase the opera about half a dozen times in this scene. And it really bugs me that they're not saying what opera or anything. I'm like, what does this fucking mean? It's like, oh, yes, I love the opera. I love to take in culture. At the opera Um, But they arrive all dressed up At a completely empty outdoor amphitheater Where a small section of the seating Has been converted into a batchy couch Great (laughs) Very good Just so they feel at home It's like when Sam took Schnez To the Sydney Opera House To watch a ballet And it was just them In the entire opera house So weird So weird It's not a comfortable viewing environment No. No Also How did we not pick that Schnez was the winner at that point Right Fair. Yeah. You take someone to the opera house to watch the ballet. 
mm. and no one else is there. I mean, we hadn't watched as much of the show at that point. Maybe that. But also, all he talked about at that point was um, Alana's Alana's eyes. huge eyes. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, and uh, while we're on the subject, Sophie's eyes uh, in and Sophie's sister's eyes. Particularly big. We'll get to Very it. Very yeah. big eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those big-eyed monk girls. Yeah, Ooh. the monk eyes. Hey, hey, we're the monk eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get Tim Burton on the phone. <laughs> we got some big eyes. <laughs> ah, good, good. Uh-huh. Um, was that what that movie was called? I hope so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, whatever. Was it about paintings? Yeah. I don't know. Um, Apollo is really excited to see a little string trio waiting to play for them. Uh, and soon, Opera Australia's Nicholas Jones appears and begins to sing Ness and Dorma, um, which is a very famous piece of music you might remember from the soundtrack to Bend It Like Beckham. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. Among um, other things. Yeah. Uh, a great you movie. may remember it was originally performed, I believe, by uh, Anthony Kalia on season two of Australian Idol. <laughs> You're probably right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The very I met first him performance. Once. Of, did you know what was it like? He came to Bundaberg. Oh, hello. He performed at the Moncrief Theatre when I worked at Sanity and we had to go and still sell CDs. And I said, I'm only going if I can meet Anthony Kalia afterwards. And they said, yes. And he would stand like at the edge of the stage and his band would stand at the very back so that perspective (laughs) made them all seem the same. And I took a photo next to him and I was 16 and I swear he came up to like my ribs. He was dressed all in purple. I loved it. (laughs) My old ska band played a gig in Evans Head with Casey Donovan. I know. I know. Whoa. Yeah. Like with her? Was she in the band? <laughs> she was the headlining act. Wow. Have you guys ever seen that video of Kim Cattrall scatting? No. Kim Cattrall? Kim Cattrall. <laughs> no. Literally sent that DM on Instagram the other day to someone. Uh, highly recommend. I know it's not Scar, but it's one it's letter close. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We Scott. could do a remix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. It's my, it's my Scar horn oh. section. Yeah, yeah. 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 Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sophie narrates uh, while this music is happening. She talks about how she's always loved classical music. She almost ended up as an opera singer. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Um, meanwhile, they completely butcher the music that is actually being played by intercutting it with other music that has been played by much larger orchestras with really obvious like percussion and woodwind parts that are not being played by any of the three musicians. I just, just got so pissed off when I was watching this. Um, but we watch a tear dramatically roll down Sophie's cheek as the aria reaches its climax. Sophie says she needs more than small talk and music appreciation from um, Apollo, though. She is looking to see more of his emotional side. Because apparently that's what women want. <laughs> Max. That's, uh, that's what they love. Yeah. That's what they love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Confirmed from one of them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we got one. <laughs> oh, we shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking last week about what women want, and uh, no, I know, I heard. Yeah, yeah, we got one on the podcast. And <laughs> Can't believe let it. Let me tell you, yeah, she's got a lot of things to say. Can she's, I just say, yeah. Mel Gibson was right. Yeah, yeah. The answer to what women want is Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> What's that new movie, Daddy's Home or something? Daddy's that he's Home too. Daddy's back. <laughs> I thought I was exaggerating, and it wasn't really called Daddy's Home, but it is. It's yeah, Daddy's Home. Oh yeah, yeah. boy. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, let's get off Mel Gibson, mm. yeah. <laughs> please. Let's go to Daddy Daycare. 
<laughs> Let's put Daddy home in Daddy's day. <laughs> it's going in for a timeout. Uh-huh. Um, so that evening, they head back to a to a house with a batchy couch. Yes, that means three for three this week. Um, where Sophie tells Apollo, "You've kept so balanced this whole time and so chilled that sometimes I think you're not even that into me." Because the rest Fuck of the guys off. are so passionate and so emotional. Yeah, but Jared's over emotional. Yeah. And Stu's 44 and has four kids. So, of course, he's like got a lot at stake. Yeah. Apollo's 25. 24. Okay. He's 20, a baby. Yeah. He's yeah. Even never younger. had a yeah. conversation that didn't end with like someone slapping someone else's balls. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, but he, he quickly tries to sort of course correct. He says, um, who you are is just amazing. Like, everywhere you go, you always make people feel special. I love that about you. You're this fun, outgoing person. And, you know, he's just trying to say a lot of platitudes. Sophie asks, what's next for you? What is your plan career-wise? I and just realized Apollo was seven when Sophie was on... Pop Stars. Pop Stars. Yeah. He... Like, barely would have known Poison. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. He, what did he... She wouldn't... Like, he would have no idea that her love is as deep as an ocean. <laughs> he would have no idea. I have no conception of that. He would have never wondered what illegal in the backseat meant for <laughs> <laughs> these days a follow-up hit single. <laughs> I think he would find out. <laughs> <laughs> what happened in that horse and carriage? <laughs> um, yeah, so he, he replies about his career plans. I'm doing a suspended straitjacket escape from my ankles from a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a bachelorette date. Mm. Ever since I stepped out of this helicopter in a straitjacket upside down above an ocean. <laughs> Is it um, above an ocean or did I make that up? Uh, I can't remember. Who I mean, knows? it's above something. Yeah. The, the helicopter's <laughs> just on the ground <laughs> when he does his escape. He also says he is thinking about getting married in the next four to six years. Uh, and in recap, Sophie expresses mm. some doubt based on her own experience that he is probably not ready for marriage considering his age. Um, I'm slightly older than Apollo. I'm not ready for marriage. So I guess from my experience, that checks out. I don't know. I'm, I'm almost four years older than Apollo. Hmm. And I don't even have a single dropping. Yeah, true. Yeah. Like he's got I shit mean, to not, do. Yeah, I mean, we've got mics. We've got, yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can lay down the beat. That's yeah. not even a worry. Okay, sure. Yeah, you're right, you guys. Thanks. Max loves yeah. a freestyle Thanks. rap on the podcast. Always. Thanks, Sam, for encouraging my music career. <laughs> um, all of a sudden, we cut mostly to recap. Um which, you know, people explaining it after the fact. Apollo explains that knowing the competition is really heating up, he has become quite nervous and says, I couldn't get words to come out of my mouth. And they crank up the room tone in the background of this recording so that you really feel the absence of conversation here, like, you know, uh, more than more than usual. Mm. Uh, and Sophie in voiceover says, please say something to underline the point even more. Um, but they awkwardly and slowly talk through Apollo putting some cheese on a bit of a breadstick. Just a really long breadstick. Yeah. A little bit of cheese. Yep. And the sort of leverage, like he can't quite get an anchor point on it or whatever. He the eats fulcrum. It so crunchy. Mm. And then he kind of goes, mm, like that noise you just made. Yeah. Mm, like. <laughs> the edit here is brutal though. Oh, like yeah. they're, they're not it's showing brutal. any of the conversation. They're highlighting all of the silences. And it really makes you feel like Apollo's not nearly as like good at conversation as we'd assumed him to be. Yeah. yeah. 
Or, I don't know what the or truth is. It's one is of here. those things where like she said something dramatic or something that he's supposed to like react to. And then he didn't react. Mm. And then he's sitting there going, I should say something, but maybe if I don't say something, she will. And then, oh shit, she hasn't said anything. And then, oh, <laughs> yeah. now it's too late for me to say something because yeah, it'll be so obvious anything. that we haven't said anything. Yeah. She really did seem like regretful that Apollo, for all of his good points, was like not a person to yeah. Like, yeah. have a conversation with. Yeah, he was flailing in the wind there. Yeah. yeah. Um, At least she got to pass him though. Yeah, true. it's true. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's finally time for the rose ceremony, which means it is finally time to see Osher Ginsberg. Very good person. <laughs> Such a long time between drinks. Yeah. For us and Osh. It's a rough time of the season for him. Yeah. Cause oh, because he, he's not around for hometowns. Yeah, mm-hmm. he just pops in right at the end. Of course. End. Um, but he uh, he does some very complicated maths to work out that <laughs> one of the men will be going home <laughs> um, before handing over to Sophie, who gives Jared the first rose and then gives Stu the second rose. He gives ja- she gives Jared the first, the first rose. Ro- I know. There's not even any tension there's here. No it's attention. Like, well, Jared gets through. Uh, but yeah, so Apollo is sent home. Um, Sophie takes him outside for a quick chat, and she says. I just want you to take over the world. You're too talented and I'm ready to settle down and I don't want you to. So don't get upset. And uh, and they both laugh and it's like, that's kind of a nice, I that feel like that's nice. kind of a nice farewell from her. Mm. Um, and, 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 you know, it's, they're laughing, but they're also sad to say goodbye to each other. It's like a proper, honest, earnest, yeah. teary sort of it goodbye. It felt kind of like a real breakup. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. both seem like upset that it didn't work out, but it's also like, Pretty warm, pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, it did feel quite genuine. And unlike in other situations where she's gone outside to say goodbye to dudes this season, like with Mac, where sure. I've gone away scoffing like I am Michelle in Gilmore Girls. Michelle, um, <laughs> <laughs> your Michelle impression is famous, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, like it felt authentic, and I was really like appreciative of the way that they uh, respected each other here. Yeah, it was great. Uh, I'm really hurt, says Apollo in the limo. I definitely saw a future with Sophie and I, but at the end of the day, it's her decision, and I respect that. Yep. All right, can we get to the finale now? Yes. We just watched it. No. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> okay. So let's dive into The Bachelorette Australia, season three, episode 12. The finale. Wait, um, let's talk about how this season <laughs> only goes for like four or five less episodes than the previous The Bachelor. That's season. true. Bachelorette. Bachelorette or is always shorter. always shorter, yeah. yeah. She cuts like she has to cut like three men an episode. It's sad. Yeah. Yeah. Give it is some... sad because like And it's, it's always better. This it's always such it's, better TV. Yes, that's absolutely. the thing. Bachelorette's always better. But also like this time around, Bachelorette's rating better than Bachelor was. Yeah. Because she's a big celebrity. They mm. took this big gamble on having her on the show and then for them to just do a short thing where it like I feel like we just got started. I know. They could have spent way more time with people who didn't spent any time which p.s this was a few weeks ago but i didn't talk about this with anybody and i need to talk about it with get you it off too. your chest we time aj in the spelling competition <laughs> oh. when he had to spell cuisine, cuisine and he spelt it so wrong and he's a chef yeah i was watching it and i was like you're real dumb and then it was like he's a chef and then he was like i hope sophie understands why i threw the competition and why i didn't like on camera like in his like little mm. interview afterwards mm-hmm. he was like I hope she understands and I hope she still wants to spend time with me or something. I no. Like, what? No, no, what no, no, you've no. Done Why is- have you done it though? Sure, like, yeah. I don't under- 
I'm watching this and listening to you try to explain it, and I don't understand. You want to try and keep peace with a bunch of dickheads in that house? Is that why he did yeah, it so that the I guess. guys didn't? Because ha- yeah. he was new. He's like, oh, I'm new. I don't want to like get on anyone's bad uh, side. No, don't just like. And then he left. Shoot yeah. your shot, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Hope your bros are still your bros. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. And then Jared got mad at him for not cooking the pineapple. <laughs> That's right And then they co- Imagine what an insult It would be To be a chef Who can't spell cuisine mm. Yeah And then make like A boxed <laughs> but that's all he got to do That was his that whole was Narrative arc In a onesie Yeah Yeah, yeah. Poor guy AJ Come on the show Yeah we'd like to talk to you AJ Yeah I'm I sure you've questions. got things to say Yeah, yeah. As a caterer, not as a guest. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, there's a sweeping panning shot which frames Osher Ginsburg. Mm, back again. Front and center. Back so soon. And he looks great. He's wearing a fetching red button up uh, and khaki shorts. Shorts. <laughs> yeah. That'll be a trend. Yep. Uh, on the edge of a beach in Fiji. Uh, onto which you noticed, Bert. In fact, you take it. <laughs> What is well? Okay, <laughs> I thought I was hallucinating when I first saw it because it's the kind of thing I would joke. Sure. In my head, I was trying to fashion a Sophie's Choice joke, <laughs> and then I was like, "No, people have made those a lot, surely." Maybe. And then the camera panned away, and on the beach behind Osha, someone had written in sticks, "Help me." In huge, huge letters. As if to be seen from a helicopter. Yeah. A rescue helicopter. Or some kind of TV drone shot, which they definitely gave it. And then then the camera later on came back to Osha and he talked some more. And then it panned out even wider. And the help me was was in like center screen. Yeah. There's no chance nobody noticed. Like people, like immediately I went on Twitter to see if people, and everyone was like, did I imagine that? Yeah. (laughs) So what do we think? Is it somebody on production who's like, this is the worst job I've ever had in my life? Or is it or like... Because like, sure, clearly they could have like edited it out, right? Yeah, you would think so. You could just blur that. Like they've made a decision to keep it in. Yeah. It's not like nobody saw so it. So in that case, what does it mean subtextually? You know, <laughs> like who is calling out for help? I guess all of us collectively. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stu's pe- family who he keeps saying he was never happy with. Sure, yeah. yeah. Maybe they came to surprise him. Jared's eyebrows. Or maybe (laughs) the very good man, Osher Ginsburg himself, Mm. who is like in a, you know, in a hell of his own making. He's surrounded by, you know, he he didn't ask for this. This used to be a fun job for him. And now it's like... uh, Apollo's gone. Now he's in (laughs) Fiji. Apollo's gone, yeah. (laughs) I know, hell on earth, Fiji. (laughs) Yucky. Yucky. Um, We watch Sophie contemplate her final two as she stands in the airport preparing for her flight. Uh, And a highlight reel shows off all of their finest moments that I didn't write down again. We should have like a clip show of our podcast that we insert (laughs) into the finale episode. It was like Jared and Sophie... Getting in the race cars last week. Sure, yeah. And him stomping when he carried in the grapes in the we first episode. We saw that episode. like four times in yeah. this so episode. Many in that times. big kiddie pool of. When you, when I first saw that shot, I was like, oh, his fucking pot plant again. Yeah, that was the grapes. <laughs> it's true. He just sort of transferred it over. Different kind of clay pot. Yeah. Um, Sophie takes her seat on the plane. First class, of course. Uh, the only person on the plane. <laughs> it's true. It's yeah. another one of these things. Yeah. Um, she's handed a cocktail, which she sips as the camera quickly zooms in on her face. And it's like one of those super, super quick zooms like they have in the office. 
It's like when I zoom in on something on Instagram stories. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, I yeah, like yeah. just move my thumb Whoop. up the screen and then <laughs> suck it back down. Uh, um, I was saying when we were watching it, it would be funny if she tried to take a sip and it was all jello. <laughs> <laughs> um, we then get a little montage of Jared contemplating his journey whilst looking into the horizon from a beach. And then we get a montage of Stu doing exactly the same thing at a slightly mm-hmm. different beach. Or maybe just like 25 metres down the same beach. <laughs> Both wearing their new party shorts. Yep. True. Both wearing blue shirts, I think. Yep. Got got the pins out. Um, Real good calf muscles. Big big calf tattoos. Wait, uh, is that on... the part where Stu isn't just sitting on the beach? Yeah, that's right. Because the next thing he does, he gets out into open water on a fucking jet ski. And he does, he does a slow-mo shirtless jet ski donut in the middle of the water. Not completely shirtless. He's got a safety vest on. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I owe you like $5 because he pronounced that correctly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He did a... Yeah, woohoo. Do you have um, a sound effect for Slow-mo it? jet ski no- donut is actually my last name. So. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. I wanted to give a quick shout out this time to Fiji Airways. Sure. Um, just because I don't think that they've had enough sponsorship or uh, advertising oh, right. by this yeah. point in the episode. They certainly you know? haven't. Yeah, no, we haven't been bombarded they at all. They could use it. It's rude, frankly. Yes. <laughs> Um, Sophie walks up to a pagoda and uh, meets up with her mum, Sandy, her dad, Andrew, and her sister, Lucy. Sophie thanks her mum for suggesting that she go on The Bachelorette, which is something I had forgotten about. Yeah. Do you know what? I I think I made like three notes and then I realized how exhaustive your notes were, so I stopped making notes. (laughs) But my only note from this part was like, I wonder if Sophie's family was already had money. Mm. Or if oh, yeah. she became famous and then Cashed they up. had money. Yeah. I never understand how that works, but I'm especially fascinated about it with like the families of like One Direction members. Sure. Like Louis from One Direction, his family moved into this like beautiful house. His sister like has a new car. Um, Stu's staying at the Marriott. Yeah, I that's right. I to raise that. Yeah. Uh, if you love it so down, much, why don't you? Marriott. Yep, that's good. <laughs> um, and then the other things that I wrote down here uh, were... <laughs> Um, does anyone know why I wrote Sand True G down? Sand? Sand True? G down? Sand True G. I was, I was, I was. <laughs> oh, I get him. it now. I don't remember what point you wrote that down, but that same time was when I was trying to think of the Sandy Alex G. Like reference uh, that I could good, do, good, good. and you okay, came great. up with it. It's there better. It is. It's Sandrew G. Sandrew brackets G. Sophie explains to her family the quandary she's in, uh, essentially setting up the episode. She says Jared has been there since the start and is really passionate about her, whereas she has great chemistry with Stu, but he is still legally married. So we're sort of setting up what the decision these tweens yeah i guess yes uh Stu meets up with sophie at the marriott hotel like you said uh and brings him over to meet her family sophie's dad leans in for a kiss yeah what the fuck <laughs> that was great <laughs> pretty great i like it it was funny yeah um Stu says he is nervous as buggery um <laughs> and and he begins apologizing for his age his current relationship status his current number of dependents <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Centrelink form yeah. Totally It's very weird Yeah yeah Well he sort of sits there With this cheeky little smile On his face After he in- unloads All this personal info About how, how he's not Like a good mm. 
fit for Sophie Marks. It's really. weird. He's got this big smirk on his face, but and he's talking about all the all dependents. But I can't actually count any amount of things hanging around his neck at all. De- <laughs> dependents that he's wearing. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a good night. Yeah, all right. Um, Stu's outfit here. Um, sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what was it again? What, what did he like? So he had red shirt. No, no, no. So it was uh, cargo pants, like down to his ankles. Yeah, I saw um, his ankles. Yeah, and a white button-up shirt. Oh, that's um, right. With a collar. Um, I ca- I wrote down. He is a red hat shy of being Donald Trump in a golf game. Oh, oh boy! Totally. Yeah. Wow. I remember thinking his shirt was really nice, though. Yeah. It shows yeah. that he's never done laundry because he just buys brand new shirts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't need just throw Also, yeah, away. he probably spent like $1.5 million on that shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he's like Mr. Burns every day when his bed just burns and then he gets a new one. <laughs> um, so instantly, Sophie's sister Lucy pulls him away. Lucy uh, looks great. P.S. That outfit, yeah. great. The yeah. eyes? Eyes, great. Yep, definitely. Hair, great. Yep. First question she asks off the bat is, I'm not going to lie, I have read that you are meant to be the playboy of Sydney. And uh, playboy of Sydney actually just died while we were recording the podcast a couple weeks ago, right? Wait, Xavier, I thought that you were the playboy of Sydney. (laughs) Well, I left. Now I'm here. We all heard about your date at the aquarium. (laughs) Everyone knows about that. It was Yacht Goss for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) When I was down at the Marina, Marino, Marino? Yeah, yeah, Marino, the big Marino, big Marino. That fucking sheep could not stop talking about it. Uh, we, I was. Oh, it's boring. Wait, I heard a giant prawn shout out on the podcast oh, recently. Oh, yeah. Let's go. My dad's from there. I'm from there. We used to go and like get in the eye. Yeah, you used to be able to get in the eye. It was sick, but Bunnings it bought it, and now very you can't dangerous. Do it. Yeah. 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 But weirdly, you can get in the eye in Bunnings. So. There's no eye in Bunnings. So, in in response to this Playboy thing, uh, accusation, whatever, uh, he says, you know what, that's fair enough, but I have been married for 15 years, I have four kids. And, uh, you know, I, I had a really bad breakup and uh, had a couple of really rough years since then. I think he's talking about having sex with a lot of different people. Yeah. Just inviting celebrity women onto his boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what makes it? What about that, says Playboy to you? Yeah. <laughs> what are you um, no, says, I've got hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You should come on the yacht. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sister of Sophie Monk. Yeah. <laughs> um, he says he's over it, though. Um, Imagine is that what SSM stands for? That's what everyone's voting for Yeah I was going to (laughs) say Should Lucy Monk be allowed to get married (laughs) Those no voters are especially cruel To Lucy I don't understand it Skywriting the whole thing Like leave her alone Leave Lucy alone Yeah Mm. how's it affecting anybody Mm. (laughs) She doesn't even have a show (laughs) (laughs) I think there are probably like 45 minutes left In which people can vote At this point um, P.S. Literally imagine if Stu started hitting on her <laughs> right <laughs> now. So good. <laughs> you ever been on a boat? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a car, but on the water. <laughs> you know that song, Smoke on the Water? Picture that, but with a boat. 
<laughs> instead of the smoke. You ever seen that episode of The Simpsons where Mr. Burns gets a new bed every morning? Uh-huh. The Midnight Hour song, Beds Are Burning. Oh, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. That except on the water the and boats. with my boat. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and by deep purple <laughs> It's a long boat to draw for you yeah, I know I really went there I guess they have longer What I had was finale. regret About not bringing that up earlier right. And then I had to Got it You know Backtrack Yep Got it When asked why his relationship With Sophie would work When his previous relationship Fell apart Good point Yep Great Stu question answers The thing I adore about Soph Is I feel like we're best friends already You know because he calls her Soph Yeah mm-hmm. No one else Shorts. does Yeah uh, he says, my ex-wife was dot, dot, dot. <laughs> He's almost about to like heap a bunch of shit he on He literally her. S- says ellipses. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I will always love her, but we were different. We had a lot of great qualities, but we were very different. I don't think she enjoyed a laugh as much as me. Uh, it's hard. This yeah. this, is, like, this bit sucks. Yeah. yeah, it's real difficult to say why your relationship fell without gaslighting your ex, probably mm. without taking the blame uh, solely for yourself and painting yourself. Especially in a if she's light. not there to speak for herself. Or exactly. Yeah. yeah. This he is just, handled it's just it in to, kind of the best way anyone yeah. could. Yeah, it's really difficult to navigate that uh, with any amount of respect or complexity, and she comes away feeling like he did it respectfully. Um, so as much as like, it's kind of like, it's real gross that he was like, yeah, she didn't like a laugh or whatever mm. on the scale of things that could like, you think about how badly that could have gone. Yeah. yeah it yeah. went just about as well as it could have. Cause the subtext there being, she didn't like a laugh because she was in a marriage that was not working. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, yeah. She didn't like to laugh at the jokes that I was making during our long and complicated breakup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, is, that continues to this day. Yeah. 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 Um, but he says, I'm extremely fond of Soph. Extremely. Extreme. <laughs> <laughs> Extreme fondness. Yeah. He slaps on a snowboard. <laughs> the X Games just yeah. got real, real good. Yeah. Uh, in the last four years... I well, was... We saw his, uh, his audition tape for the X Games earlier when he was whipping around on that fucking jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> the X Games is just his wife's reality show. <laughs> Wait, there's already a Bachelor Winter Games thing that's coming out. What? Like, yeah. Well, we talked about this. It's happening next year in what? America. No. Um, it's it's going to... Because Paradise isn't enough. They need like a snowy... They've version. got a new one now and it's going to air <laughs> concurrently with the Winter Olympics. No. Oh, that's so Imagine good. Imagine if they send them to like Mormon country and like, is it Salt Lake City? Yeah, yeah. Like to Utah. Utah and yeah. they send all the bachelor, like horny bachelorette kids <laughs> to Salt Lake City <laughs> and they just live amongst Mormons. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch it. I'd sure. be there. I'd be there for that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think you're saying you've been there. No, no, no. I haven't been to Utah. No. no. Um, you didn't go to Sundance this year? No, I didn't go to Sundance, unfortunately. No. Yeah. Um, I mean... I like. I'd love to next year. Yeah, yeah. Next waiting for that year. red carpet invite. That's exactly, yeah. where you can be <laughs> in that <laughs> second group. You just yeah, stroll yeah, through. Yeah. Me, Peter Hellier, um, <laughs> <laughs> Kenny from Kenny. Kenny yeah. from Kenny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Stu says, in the last four years, I was very unhappy. So I did actually come here looking for happiness, and I found it. But I've got people out there, littles. No. No. And a huge part of this process is trying to be respectful to the people out there that I love. My kids, my ex, the X Games community. <laughs> Don't say little. My money. Yeah. My littles. Mm. Mm. 
Um, but the family are impressed by Stu. Sounds like sea monkeys or something. Yes. yes. Like things you don't give names <laughs> to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but Lucy says he is here for the right reasons, Dick. Uh, he's in it for the fight, etc., etc. So that's that's really that for that's Stu. That. Jared strolls along the beach carrying a small selection of flowers that he's picked out and they're sort of in a little... They're conspicuously he's arranged, aren't they? He's nursing them. He's nursing yeah. them in a little vessel. Like as if he, as if he's holding a baby. A small like it's child. A bit, yeah, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Um, but he meets Sophie, who is wearing just a great outfit. It's so good. This just one's really, really, really good. good. What did the shirt say to him? Oh, remember? the bright yellow shirt and the stripy pants. Yeah. yeah. Just a good time. Cosmic girl, I think. Cos- yeah, I think it that was, was it. Yeah. so bright and so cute. It yes. was great. Um, and he says, uh, look, I know it means meeting your parents, but it's going to be worth it. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> there's so many things here. Foot out of he, that what mouth. did he say? It was like you had to do it. Now I get to or something. Payback was, like, was payback. a phrase that yeah. he used. Yeah, as much as I need to do this, I will do this. Yeah, he says. Yeah, he refers to his fa- to Sophie's family as the mum and the sister. <laughs> <laughs> and they're the ones he's met before. I know, I know, I know. And he's like, as much as it involves meeting your parents. I guess I'll do it. He's not very courteous, He's not is very he? very good about this. Considering his whole thing is about how he knows all of the good manners or whatever. I'll hold and the also, door for a woman. she met 75 Jareds or yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. At his house. Yeah. And all they wanted to do was be like, the wine. Drink Love the wine. Yeah. Love the wine. Have you tried blowing a little bubble in it? They were all oh. just so white. Like they were almost see through. Yeah. yeah. Jared's family. It was very Aryan. Mm. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brody, we didn't talk about this, but most oh, of our fan base is actually um, white supremacists. Got so it. So they love could, this. Yeah, if we yeah, could not yeah, talk yeah. about the Aryan stuff, that'd be, that'd be perfect. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. I mean, they like that, though. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess right? that's true. They like I'm it to, to be... Ab- I'm trying to yeah, appeal yeah, to no, the thank fan you. base. You're hitting the core demo. Yeah, yeah. good. I got my brief before I Jared and Sophie's mom, Sandy, leave the room together um, and they sit at a batchy couch together where Sandy asks something that she was definitely not told to ask. This wasn't fed to her at all. She says, what actually does love mean to you? And then she brushes her hair and kind of looks away as if she'd be like, is that right? Yeah. She's like, I'm not owning this. This (laughs) Um, Jared replies, loving the person she is, the character she is. She's a strong girl, but she's got vulnerabilities. We push through it all. So supporting Sophie and Sophie supporting me. That's love. Which, like, it's a shame if you're anyone else who's not getting in a relationship with Sophie Monk, because all this stuff seems predicated on <laughs> yeah, being yeah. in a relationship with her. Love is about Sophie. Yeah. yeah. I Sophie I've you. I've never been in a relationship <laughs> with Sophie. <laughs> what does that mean for me? Uh, Sorry. Uh, yeah, it, this is, like, let's be real. The beginning the origin story, if you will, of the next great Australian love <laughs> between Jared and Sophie's mum. True. <laughs> the mum. The mum, sorry, yes. Jared and the mum. Jared and the mum have... Jared and the mum in the morning. Jared and the mum. Right? The mum says, do you think you love Sophie? And Jared says, um... I definitely love your daughter. <laughs> Which 
<laughs> we just met the other ones. So you might want to be a little more specific. Oh, uh, He's just, trying to be so formal. He really yeah, is. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I think so, that's it. Yeah. He like yeah. recognizes that it's such a big moment that he wants to speak, you know, eruditely or whatever. Yeah. But he's just getting sort of caught up. The puddle yeah. by the road, by the puddle. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting, like, we have Santruji earlier and then now he's trying to speak aerodactyly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh, I can't. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He genuinely can't. Xavier's out. Yep. Uh, what's the next I'm going to sleep. Who's <laughs> <laughs> going to read the recap? <laughs> we'll figure something out. No. Um, he says, all the feelings that I have for your daughter... She's a beautiful girl. I have told Sophie that I love her. I told her on the vineyard. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Some of this might be. I was taking notes pretty quickly. You need to pronounce it the way Jared pronounces it. Oh, vineyard. 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 He pronounces it like nobody else in the world. <laughs> <laughs> He's truly unique. Why can't Sophie see that? Um, he says, I was really such a kid going into the moment. And Sophie has made it so much easier for me to just be me. I put all my feelings on the line and now I'm vulnerable completely. And then this really, really wins Sandy over, and she says, thank you for loving my daughter. Which one? (laughs) 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 So, yeah, with with those little interviews done, Sophie's kind of at a loss. She looks to her family for some help. Um, Her dad, Andrew, says Sophie has an enormous decision to make because they're just such nice chaps. They are. They've both got equal good qualities. Both of them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he yeah, the says, family's not very helpful. They just keep saying stuff like they're so different. Yeah, and then Sophie's really like, they're unique. so different. I can't yeah. pick. It is fascinating. Like I did just looked up the uh, the dictionary defi- definition of, of unique, and it's real confusing. Can you? A man who is being castrated, <laughs> especially one employed to guard the women's living areas at an Oriental court. Jeez. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> Very good. Very, very good. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, they both got good and bad qualities, whatever. Their family can only help her out so much. It's her decision to make. What's she going to do? Have another date with both of them. Oh, wow. Good. This is longer now. There's still so much more to talk <laughs> about. It is. The blue ocean. So, Jared gets the first of the last single dates. Sophie waits for him by a helicopter. And he says, Sophie is looking so cute. And then I noticed there's a helicopter behind her. <laughs> She's literally a tiny woman leaning. So the fucking helicopter. <laughs> Stu would never ignore a helicopter. No. Uh, Sophie says she is scared of helicopters. And Jared in VO says, I love seeing Sophie out of her comfort zone. No. What? You should want the direct opposite it's, of that. It's such a... I just realized something. It's his fucking like... Sorry for swearing so much. It's his dang army, like, soldier fantasy. I think that's it. Of, like, saving women in need. Oh, Rapunzel. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, that first episode... I remember watching that first episode and being like, I love this. I love Sophie Monk for calling out how... not She didn't call it out, but just, like, they always have to do these stupid adventure dates where I would be like, no, thank you, both feet on the ground. No, yes. Yeah. And then, but the women on these shows always have to be like adventurous and spontaneous and like adrenaline junkies. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I loved that she was like, nope, yeah, like we're leaving. Not. Yeah. But Jared's like obsession with her being like vulnerable and like in need of saving is yeah. so creepy. It's very, what are you doing in my swamp? You know? 
Sure. Yeah. No, I agree. Exactly. Yeah. That's like, the kind of discourse and insight <laughs> people come to this show for. <laughs> it's at the root of their whole relationship, though. It like, really is, is. Him, totally. yeah, is yeah. him being like, Sophie needs me. I must give her what she needs. Be yeah. impressive. Well, that's yeah. how he's yeah, yeah. sort of validating I've got to himself. get her up at a height so that she gets scared. Yeah. Yeah. It's like creepily taking and a girl to a scary movie yeah, and then yeah. touching her boobs or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is. It's like fun. It's like putting her in that? vulnerable. <laughs> Max. Mm, apparently. I don't know. Oh, Maybe. Not the lesson here. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't win. <laughs> First, you need 500 million. Uh, oh, it's not a great wait, lesson. Is that either. the lesson? I don't know. Mm. Let me take it back. What are our lessons? Mm. Here's a lesson for you Blake was accused of assault. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay, good lesson. Don't, Don't just assault find some someone on the street to beat up. Don't bash some dude on the street called Tristan. Um, uh, there's a whole story that you can read about it, but uh, Blake's not a good guy. Let's not do. Let's not do that He's anymore. A very bad cool. guy. Yeah. This person who we've agreed to not talk about and who's still not <laughs> on the show anymore. Imagine if Blake had won. Ugh. I mean, imagine if Jared had won. I was kind of going <laughs> for Jared though. What? Oh, like, over Stu. Over Stu. He's the underdog. Yeah. I mean, uh, in some ways, I you mean, are when right. Jared is like the, the one that people kind of like vote for is like, I want him to win. You know, you're in a bad yeah. spot. Yeah. In the chopper, uh, he points out both to Sophie and in voiceover that the water is in fact blue, which as we remember uh, is her favorite color. He is also wearing a blue shirt. He keeps asking if... She likes it if she likes the water because it's How her favorite blue color. Is the water. Literally, when we were watching this, every time we would stop laughing about him mentioning the word blue. Yeah. By the time we heard the talking again, he would be talking about how blue things were <laughs> yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. It was tr- a true highlight of this season He's for me. He's trying to do yeah. like mind association, being like, Sophie, look how blue. You like blue. You're with me when you like mm, blue. Like blue. <laughs> it's like when you send someone that you like pictures of cute animals so that they hope, like, you hope that they associate you with the cute animals. Yeah, yeah. or like good yeah. songs. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Blue by Eiffel 65. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. My personal Just favorite song. One second here. Or All Rise by the Blue. Oh, great, too. Yeah, great. that's good, too. <laughs> More of my visual gag. I've written Do Eiffel 65 impression. Do it. Here it is. I have a blue house with a blue window. <laughs> it's too good. <laughs> There's no way it could have been you that good. It. Yeah. I have a girlfriend. Edgy. <laughs> That's the best bit. Um, Jared wraps his arm. He wraps? Jared wraps. He what? Sorry? Jared wraps his army rap battle. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Jared and I'm here. To say <laughs> <laughs> he wraps My his- name is Jared and I'm here to say... If you break my heart, I'll fucking throw a grenade at you. I'm. I've promised. Like, I've got the one. Beat dropped there out is so a, fast. I've got like it's it's here, and I have I have no hesitation. I believe pulling you, out this pin with my fucking teeth. I'll just lob it at you, and we'll just see what happens. All right. <laughs> He's got a blue grenade. (laughs) 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 All right, so Jared 
wraps his arms around Sophie as she talks in voiceover about how good it makes her feel to be this protected. <laughs> the ticking of the grenade in the background. Um, Sophie points out a sandbank, which will be sort of like a private island for them to hang out at. Yeah. If Imagine it was if stu- the tide came in while they were sitting on it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, if it was stew on this date, it would just be a regular bank. Sophie says, this is the most stunning thing I've ever pulled off. Uh, which is untrue. Stop taking yeah. credit, Sophie. Also, like, at the end of this date, when she pulls off that stunning outfit... That's true. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, she's pulling out the whole way through. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Imagine cut- being the producers who organised all of this shit and watching her take credit for it. I'd be at home with my kids being like, I yeah. did that. Fuck you, Sophie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. And your kids would be like, no, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Sophie said she did it. And she's not pulling it off. Jared's the one trying to pull it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the pin, pull off the pin from the, the grenade. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we cut to them sitting at a table toasting with champagne and both of them are wearing sunglasses. When they drinking like orange... Uh, why am I nitpicking? Mm. Like little orangey... I think they called it champagne, but it li- yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I was wondering if these sunglasses that Sophie was wearing are the ones that the optometrist gave oh, yeah. her earlier in the Oh, piece. yeah. But we've all forgotten the name of the optometrist. And I thought maybe between the time I read that down and now I would look it up. The one? Yeah. David. Um, no, no, no. Bubba. Yeah. Guy is the name of the optometrist. Oh. Guy was the optometrist guy. He was British. Guy was bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he had a real uh, Jude Law thing going on. No. Mm. No? He, he was like a robot with that put skin over its face really badly. <laughs> <laughs> this dude did make it bad. <laughs> uh. Jared, at this point, uh, also talks about how it feels like he and Sophie are the last people on Earth. Okay. Clearly, he's not seen the Will Forte and Cousin uh, Charles <laughs> TV series. I love that joke. Uh, and he's also ignoring the, the man who's just there making them food. There's just a person there make, serving them like... Fresh prawns? Yeah. Yep. On an island with no fridge. You have not been to Ballina. <laughs> How, where are you getting the prawns from? You've never seen a fresh prawn until you've, you've never seen a prawn until you, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, Anyway, the two of them talk for Get a while. Real. I forget what they say. They kiss. And, uh, yeah, then we cut away to an ad break. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> right? Anyway, we were looking up people during the, the ad break. And you remember Mac? And we realized his name's McCain. McCain, mm. yeah. he's done it again. He's done it again. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jared and Sophie. Can relax. I just say the worst yeah. thing about Mac? Yes. Was that he kept saying he's had a crush on Sophie for ten years. Yep. Bardo was seventeen years ago. I know. What? Oh, yeah. What did she do ten Saw years her ago? A hundred percent. Or spring I breakdown. Or spring breakdown. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe he saw the cinema classic Spring Breakdown and was like, <laughs> I want that girl doing a Texan accent. <laughs> Jared and Sophie relax at a batchy couch and they toast with some champagne. Sophie observes that Jared just wants to make her happy, but that a relationship is more about making each other happy. So she wants to know what he is actually looking to get out of this relationship. Tut, tut, tut. 
Tut tut me? No no no. Oh phew. Tut tut Jared. Tut tut Jared, who cannot say for a second like what he's interested in or wants. Yes. What are Jared's hobbies? Do you think? Jared's hobbies are like painting, like rocking horses, (laughs) antique painting pictures of them, or painting the actual rocking horses. One and the other. Yeah. In whichever order strikes him on that particular day. Uh, Like improvisational comedy, but he's the guy who always ends the improvisational comedy with. I've got a grenade. <laughs> <laughs> and he never yes ends anyone? No, no, no. He no. never does that. No, no, no. Such a no-butt guy. <laughs> He's not even a no-butt guy. He's just a flat no guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing extra that he wants to contribute. You know, you're in a you're in a scenario with Jared and it's like you're at the beach and... I don't know. There's some. There's like a beach volleyball. Jared, you are you play? just making this up on the spot? I know it's crazy, right? Jared, you want to play? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, oh! I've got a grenade that I brought. <laughs> Kaboom! <laughs> he does great sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> So his answer to this question about what he's looking to get out of the relationship. He says, everything you are to this day, nothing more, nothing less. I'll be happy. You are perfect the way you are. I just want to live a life with you. Grow old, even. If you're happy, I'm happy. I want you to be able to love me as I love you. I want to have a family. The way I feel for you now, I've never felt for anyone else. The only thing I can do now is grow and I can only get better as a husband or a father. We talked about this as being like him establishing that this version of himself right now is now the worst that he can possibly get, right? That's right. He can only get better from here as a husband or a father, meaning, (laughs) which many people would probably agree with. Yeah. This is probably the worst (laughs) version of Jared. It does certainly feel like the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It doesn't sit right. It's just so horrible. Mm. Imagine spending all that time with someone and then realizing that they don't have a personality. Yeah. Because all they want is you. You got the dud. All I want for... (laughs) (laughs) Fiji. Fiji. (laughs) Thank you. I was like, one has two syllables. syllables. Quick, quick, quick. Sophie says it's so nice to hear. She wipes a tear from her eye. Uh, Guilt tear. Yes. Yeah. Fully. Um, Not a love tear. No. Jared thinks it is. He's smiling. Yeah. Jared says, I do love you and the feeling will only get stronger and stronger. And Sophie doesn't even really look at him, um, but he kisses her. We watch them pash for like 30 seconds. It's, and it's too long. Not fun. Way no. too long. Neither sad, sad Jared kiss. nor Stu have got a particularly good looking pash style. No. No, no one does. Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. Like nobody in the whole world generally, yeah. but mm. there are some people who take to it a little better than these true. guys. Yeah. I wonder what happens at the end of these filmed dates. Like, mm. do they just get up from the couch and they're like, bye. Well, like, yep. <laughs> yeah, get yeah. in separate cars. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going back to my caravan. <laughs> Jared blew his up. <laughs> <laughs> the chef who was also rooming with Jared in the caravan was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> AJ? <laughs> no, not even AJ. <laughs> oh my God. Imagine if on their sandbank, their chef was yeah, AJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they brought him back. <laughs> He's like, oh, hey guys, remember me? <laughs> I just want to be mates. <laughs> um, up next, it's Sophie's single date with Stu, who walks towards Sophie from like 500 fucking meters away from <laughs> the beach. Uh, Sophie in voiceover says, Stu and I always seem to have dates revolving around water. So I thought, 
why not keep it consistent? <laughs> I'm like, wait, we nearly had a non-boat day. Oh. Uh, and before long, they are boarding. She had a clause in his contract. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they bought a seaplane. I'll show my legs once. <laughs> <laughs> um, the seaplane gives them plenty of opportunity to focus on the gorgeous scenery instead of the lackluster connection between the two of them. They're sitting so far apart. True. There's no, like two seats next to each other on the, that seaplane. Mm. So they're sitting on like either end of like a military aircraft almost. Um, and yeah, there, there's also more of that good, like low quality helicopter microphone audio that we always like to love highlight. It. Oh yeah. Cause they're like pointing out islands that look like love hearts or whatever, but you just can't hear it. It's Nothing. as bad yeah, as when yeah. Stu's talking into Sophie's face. <laughs> but doesn't Sophie yeah, yeah. say something like the conversation's just amazing. The banter. That's oh, right. she talks about yeah. the banter and then you just hear her go, that looks like a love heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In recap, she's like, oh, we're having such a good conversation right now. If only someone wasn't talking over the top of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Out to the street. That's what we're <laughs> um, <laughs> going. I then, what's uh, Mr. Gadget? Uh, Inspect- Mr. Gadget. Mr. Gadget. Goodness gracious. That famous television show. Yeah. What's Inspector Gadget's villain's name? Dr. Claw. Yeah, I'll get you Gadget. Claw. Yeah, yeah Claw, yeah. Do you remember? Wait, is that it? Is that it? I just forgot his name. That's who I turned into when I was doing that. Uh, oh, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Right. I Do you remember just the band? asking a general knowledge question. <laughs> Do you remember the band Five? Oh, yeah. Of course. Do you remember on the Five album when you played the last song and then you hit skip on your CD player 33 times, you'd get an Inspector Gadget bonus track? No. Absolutely not. Yeah. That's Wait, crazy. Wait, which album? Yeah, it's called, it's called Inspector G, I think it was called. Inspector Whoa. G. Yeah. Did they cover it? It was like, like Inspector Gadget. And it was like five yeah, singing yeah, yeah. it. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was That's for cool. the Matthew Broderick movie. Oh, great. It was such a good Easter egg. Remember when you would just like not have songs unless you knew how to skip in your CD player? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Cool industry. Um, They then go for a snorkel together Which is more opportunity for voiceover Where Stu discusses how vulnerable He's become throughout the experience And how good it feels to wear his heart On his sleeve etc Shorts yeah Yeah. Um, The sleeve of his short Is that a sleeve when it's down there Leg Jury's out guys Right in B-O-H pod on Twitter (laughs) Um, (laughs) He admits to the camera that he is Quote in love again and while we watch him make out with Sophie, he says, oh, uh, he says he hopes <laughs> he can pluck up the courage to tell her. Clock's ticking, mate. The episode ends soon. <laughs> we hope. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'm staring at a full page of notes here. <laughs> <laughs> um, after the break, they sit in a hammock together, nursing coconuts with plastic straws sticking out of well, them. Well, until they sit in the hammock. They get in the hammock and then slip out. Yeah, they have some trouble. <laughs> the hammock has pillows in it. Yeah. yeah. They've got drinks in their hands. It's, it's pretty yeah. cute. It's their like awkward first sexual encounter. Yeah, mm, yeah, just like so many limbs, like because you can't sit on either end of a hammock because you just slide into the middle. Yes. Mm. <laughs> if I can just take a brief opportunity. Oh, uh, good. I did notice this in your notes as you were writing. Oh, uh, in it? all caps, it says "Go on straw rant." <laughs> it says tirade. Oh. Thank you very <laughs> tirade. much. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You don't need a straw. It's a bloody coconut. That's all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did like. I did appreciate that they got settled in the hammock before they cheersed. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, yeah, cheers can like, throw the whole thing Let's off. Let's negotiate this whole thing. Yeah. And then they uh Because what if you just... cheers your way out of there? Then you're in trouble. Well. Sometimes Sam and you want to go when everybody. Yeah, yeah good. <laughs> good. Good. I Excellent. don't know enough about Cheers to like oh. make a proper reference. Frasier, Frasier, uh, Christy Alley, or is it Kirsty Alley? Kirsty, Kirsty Alley, Teddy D, Teddy D, Ted Danson. Um, I've actually seen quite a lot, a lot of it. Woody Harrelson. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Was Woody Harrelson's dad a assassin? There's a lot of things story? about Woody Harrelson. I know. Like Woody Harrelson's dad was like a murderer. Wow. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of things going on with him. He's now a weed activist, I believe. Woody. Woody is. Yeah. Woody. But what's his dad like? Let's just look on the internet. I think murder. Wasn't his dad like a like I think he was like maybe like ten year old boy, and um, he also had another son whose name was Buzz. And um, no. <laughs> I thought you were real for a second. <laughs> no, I'm make believe. Oh, you're silly. <laughs> yes. Oh no, no, no. There you go. Yeah, an American organized crime figure who was convicted of assassinating the federal judge John H. Wood Jr., the first federal judge to have been killed in the 20th Wait, century. Wait, John H. Woody? Huh? What? Oh yeah, is out there, guys. <laughs> Chemtrails. Backstothemovie.com. <laughs> 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 <Chemtrails. laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Stu uh, admits to Sophie I've come here for you I've always said that Soph, I can't I haven't really talked to you about feelings and stuff And that's hard for me Because you know I've got Littles Out there <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't want to rush anything But I wanted to make sure that you know that But I'm just He says dot 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 Probably five or six times in this passage yes. uh, I'm sure that I'm in love with you and he continues whispering things into her mouth, which I couldn't make out. I don't think you guys... You, you were trying to translate either. Either. Yeah. Was, like, just They were trying to make out. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. It's something about her meaning the world to him. I think he says, uh, you've put me back together somehow. Uh, you've been there for me. I'm so in love with you. That sort of thing. It's... Uh, I feel like Stu has some weird clause in his contract because like... His dates are underwater. Yeah. Mm. All of his talking is not subtitled yep. and it's whispered into her mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Why couldn't they have put a subtitle on that? I have no idea. You I, like, I would not be surprised if there was a clause. If there was something where he was like, I can't be subtitled. All this stuff that I've mm. got to say to her, I've got to say quietly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like the producers told him the cameras were off and then filmed it anyway. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> or maybe just like, there's some stigma around like having subtitles because it makes it seem like you don't know how to pronounce words well yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, and they'd be scared because he has more money than Channel 10. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Probably true. Why didn't he just buy it? I know it was up for sale. It would be great. Channel Stew? Channel Stew. All the air is just reruns of this season of The Bachelorettes. <laughs> it's like, it's like, do you remember last episode when we visited Stew's Corner? Yes. It'd be that, but like, 24-7 yeah. Which is really cool Like mm. we can visit Stu's Quarter again If you want to Sure But if he owned TV It'd be like Stu's Four Corners Yeah <laughs> It's good, it's good. <laughs> uh, We watch uh, Media oh. Watch Just becomes a show About really expensive watches <laughs> <laughs> um, So Sophie is speechless In recap But we watch the two of them Make out in the hammock Before we cut to commercials 
And then we're at this fun part of the show where everyone's just buttoning up their shirts and stuff. We have to watch that for a while. There's so much filler in this. Yeah, yeah. Um, Stu buttons up his shirt, he puts on his suit, and he says, I want Sophie Monk more than anything else I've ever wanted. I must have her to complete my collection. (laughs) (laughs) I have all of the other members of Popstars. (laughs) But no, I mean. Um, Not interested in scandal, apostrophe us. (laughs) No, thank you. Um, Jared buttons up his shirt at a mirror where there's some kind of facial moisturizer sitting there, yeah. unopened, untouched. Mm. <laughs> like, he has not been touching the Sukin face watch. Yeah. Um, but he says he's ready for his new life with Sophie. Mm, Jared. <sighs> um, Sophie herself doesn't do up any buttons, but she is dressed in a very luxurious dress. As she walks up to Osher Ginsburg, remember uh, him? Excuse me, first she puts on her Maybelline Great Lash Mascara. Oh, I missed it, of course. Over mm. her very obvious eyelash extensions. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why stop there? I noticed those extensions through the whole episode, and I was like, oh, girl, they're, they're too much. They're, yeah. yeah, They're too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You already got great, great big She's eyes. She's got huge eyes, yeah. and the they thing. kind of like make it really black in there. Yeah, mm. no, no, don't mm. do that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want it to look like a, a planet. Don't. Don't. Stop it. <laughs> stop Sophie. it, Sophie. I d- don't. No. So, uh, <laughs> don't. It's um, I don't even like Saturn. <laughs> so Asha basically asks if she is in love and she is finally able to say that she is. The two old friends hug and part ways. They high five. Oh, they do. They high fived before oh, they hugged. Beautiful. It was really cute. What a nice man. Um, and in voiceover, they got so drunk together at the Logies. Oh yes, oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. many times. Yeah. Um, in voiceover, Sophie says, "I have fallen absolutely head over heels in love." And we watch Stu and Jared making their way towards Sophie's little island where she's waiting uh, on these two fancy-looking yachts, which normally it would be limos. Um, but yeah, even even though it's the finale, we still managed to squeeze in another boat date. Very exciting, and. Thank you, Sound Bible. <laughs> so here we are. Um, Sophie waits in the middle of the carpet for the men to come and meet her. And as always, we've talked about this pattern before. The first man to arrive will be the one that she sends home so that the episode can have a happy ending. It never breaks from this. This is what, it, what happens every time. So the, fir- the, the moment you see somebody, you know who wins. Uh, Jared is the first to approach Osha. And he says he is nervous as essentially monologuing to him. I just want to know if we're meant to be together. She's given me the strength to persevere with all the guys in the house, and I'm just here for Sophie's heart. This is game-changing. This is everything. This Mm. is the moment. Blah, blah, blah. It's distressing, though, because obviously we know that he's going to lose, and he still kind of has some optimism uh, going into this. Do you know what it just reminded me of when you said that she gave him the strength with all the guys in the house? Mm. Do you remember the Robin Williams movie Jack? Yes. Haven't seen it. So Robin Williams plays a man who grows at seven, seven, seven times the rate of anyone else. Okay. And so he's, no, like four times. So he's 10, but he looks 40. Right. He's okay. Robin Williams, but he's 10. Yeah, I got you. Mm. And because he's so big, he fall, he like wants to date an adult woman. And so he asks oh. out Jennifer Lopez, who is oh. his teacher. Whoa. And she says, oh, Jack, no. And then he starts crying and then he falls down the stairs and he's so <laughs> big and his heart is like, bad. he's got a bad heart. Oh. And that's what it reminds me of. Like, mm. Sophie was like the nice teacher mm. for Jared, who was like in the schoolyard with yeah. like mm. mean boys. Mm. Anyway. And he's like, <laughs> stop it, you losers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to talk to Sophie. Yeah. 
sit in her lo- her room at lunchtime. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And it's weird. Like the quote that he gives is so like, he's like, when you're on a golden sea. You don't need no memory, just a place to call your own as we drift into the zone. <laughs> On an island in the sun, we'll be playing and having fun. And it makes me feel so fine. I can't control my brain. Yeah. You know? And like, you miss so a lot of hep heps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a few hep heps is a little bit of we'll run away together. We'll spend some time forever. Sure, we'll sure. never feel that anymore, you know? Hep, hep. He saved that for Sophie. Yeah, he really did. Yeah. So Sophie takes his hands in hers. She says, I came into this because I wanted to meet the man who I would be with for the rest of my life. As soon as I met you, you came out and intrigued me when you stepped on the grapes. <laughs> <laughs> Can't make this shit up. Can't make it up. She's clutching <laughs> for a plastic straw that makes you mad <laughs> to find some connection with him. Yeah. Um, after that, we had the high wire date together and you just had my back. I couldn't even tell you were nervous. You're so selfless and you're one of the kindest people I've ever met. I feel like you've always just been here for me. Through everything, you've had no intentions but to look after me. You're truly one of the most caring, thoughtful, and kind men I've ever met. I came into this process just determined not to make the same mistakes I have before and to think with my head. And what I've realized is, with love, you've got to think with your heart. In my head, you're everything I've been looking for. He's still so hopeful at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I know. He doesn't sense the butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she sets him up to knock him down. Yeah. He's like... I mean, I even think can't wait for her to say what her heart thinks about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this head thing is great. <laughs> what, what could go wrong? Well, that's, that's the where thing. the brains are. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like we've talked about this before, like this excuse that people make out of like separating their head and their heart, which yep. isn't really how decisions actually get made. No, no. Well, like I can understand, I guess, the analogy that they're making or whatever, but it does feel like kind of a cop out in yeah. a situation like this. Yes, which you couldn't come up with, or seem- seemingly no one can come up with, or. Want, you know, wants to admit to the real reason. Because Sophie also can't artic- articulate, like, you, she can't make it about him. Yeah. You know? Because he's not given anything. Yeah. It's like when you have to, like, ditch a project or something and you always have to say, like, I'm too busy, my schedule is this, I feel like this, or whatever. It's the classic, You can't say, you we don't work well together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, and you definitely right? can't yeah, yeah. on TV be like, Jared, I think you're creepy. You have yeah. a serial killer vibe to me. You don't yeah, have yeah, any yeah. interests besides me and my happiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. <laughs> that makes you a huge dingus in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I would have killed for one utterance of the word dingus in this entire series. She didn't say it even one time. Not even once. So rude. What um, is this show? <laughs> anyway, apparently her heart belongs to someone else. What? What? Jared just starts blinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you slowly see like him start to short circuit and little bits of electricity yeah. run out from kind of where did. his eyes start to get wet. That happens on Thor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. On you Thor. The new, you saw the new Thor. Yeah. It's yeah. the yeah. first time I've seen a Thor. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of Apollo? Uh, I guess good. Cool, mm. great. Ray reviews. <laughs> Green. Run, don't walk to the cinema. <laughs> 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 mm. Okay, sorry. No, it's fine. Sorry. 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 Don't apologize. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> so this is a tragic a moment in Jared's heart is breaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he's trying to keep a brave face. He says, "Now you've got me tearing up." Well, 
I didn't know what to think coming into today, but I didn't expect that. Oh, oh. there were two options. Yeah, man. You should have been prepared for both the of other, them. Yeah, yeah. Been. I thought either we would end up together or we would end up together and I'd get a big ice cream cone. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw this going. <laughs> um, uh. He gazes off into the horizon with tears in his eyes. No regrets whatsoever in any of this. You've just helped me become a better person in this whole journey, and I thank you for that. No. She hasn't. No, though. she hasn't. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, they hug, and he says, look after yourself, and walks away. And we watch him walk away for like a full minute. S- yeah. It's so long. It it's feels like an eternity. And yeah. They cut back and forth, and he's still strolling down the beach. You can tell the crew didn't expect him to do that, because they have yeah. no... S- is it a secondary unit? Yeah, yeah. There's like no front, front on shot. Of him, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just them filming his back as he walks away, as though he just wandered <laughs> off. They're like gradually <laughs> losing picture quality because they have to like zoom. Leather shoes on the sand. <laughs> it's not it's great. So sad. Really? It's really bad. And what's indicative of the fact that like she didn't make him a better person and that he didn't grow was what he said next. Because what he said next was, "You finally find a purpose in life." Oh my god, that's right. That's not purpose. Yeah, you know he what says, I mean. Yeah, like your purpose as a human being and you trying to feel fulfilled is not fulfilling the needs of someone else. Yeah, you know, it's finding the thing that makes you happy. Like, and then finding a compliment to like <sighs> someone who, uh, yeah, compliments the way that you exist. Oh my god, mm. it's such like the language of like an abusive relationship yes. as well of being like, you're my purpose. What do I? What am I without you? I'm sorry, yeah. I'm bringing it back yes. to that again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he says, the love that I had for Sophie, she's the perfect girl. She was the girl I wanted to grow old no. with. I uh-uh. will still always love Sophie. That's not going to change. But yeah, it's painful. And he seems sulky on the boat home. And that's the end of Jared. Where's, uh, she's the perfect girl. Where's, she, yeah, she's got a lot of vulnerabilities, but I still love her anyway. That he was saying to his her mom yeah. before. Do you know what I mean? Like. Mm. It's a real, there's a real uh, cognitive dissonance between those two things. Mm. Yeah. 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 And like, that's probably what makes him so uh, appealing to her mum in saying, yeah, I recognize that she's got a lot of flaws and there are a lot of things about her that make her different and special and interesting. And that's why I like her versus she's the perfect girl. And I had my life finally had a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's it. Like Jared has this like very, uh, you know, up on a pedestal sort of perception of Sophie that, that he's perpetuated since the start. Yep. And like, yeah, it's he set himself up for this. This is always kind of going to happen. Um, it would have been worse if they ended up together. And yeah, was, you know, totally. Yeah. yeah, she would never do that to herself. Right? No, exactly. Um, she's so much more sensible. She went with the number one pick of all the men in the world, <laughs> the Sydney Playboy. <laughs> yeah, uh, we hear Sophie in Playboy Rabetsky Noonan. Hey, hey. Labia? <laughs> Labia? Let's yeah. keep going. <laughs> I have been called that. Have you? Oh. Oh. Did, Wait, oh, that's this. right. Yeah. You're on the phone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone called my work. <laughs> and uh, I answered the phone saying like, hi, thanks for calling. In my swamp! This is Xavier speaking. How can I direct your call? And they're like, hi, Labia. <laughs> 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 Someone so called me Chody in year eight. No. And I thought it was a cool nickname and I really wanted a cool nickname and I didn't know what it meant. No. And then I found out what it meant. How and I long? was like, no, no, no. Like well, a no. day. Oh, I okay, urban yeah. dictionaried it sure, when I got yeah, home yeah. and dialed <laughs> dialed up the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> me. Hello, internet. It's me, Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Hello, Chody. <laughs> Are you there, Chody? <laughs> Are you there, Chody? It's me, Margaret. <laughs> well, there's the episode title. <laughs> We hear Sophie in voiceover saying, there is no doubt in my mind that Stu is the one. He's my soulmate. While Stu on the boat says, I really, really love this girl. I'm hoping Sophie feels the same way about me. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, I point out that it's quite clearly sunset at this point. Like things are getting very dark. He, yep. he knows he's, he's going to win. Yeah. yeah. Um, but whatever. No, Stu- he's never watched the show. Remember, he's too rich. Oh, oh true. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm dancing with the stars It's always night time <laughs> <laughs> They shoot it in like uh, What like Norway or something <laughs> Yeah Northern lights Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those towns where People have to like Artificially recreate the sunrise so yeah, Their yeah. body clocks don't fail yeah. The Aurora Borealis <laughs> Located entirely within this boat Imagine if rich people have their own reality shows And they're all shot like under the Aurora Borealis <laughs> <laughs> um, Stu gets his little moment with Osha Which is nice Osha does not like him Yeah, you can kind of tell He's Osha's like, you've grown so much which is just like it's so coded. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't pick up on this vibe. I just like, I particularly thought like Osha was like, when you started, I didn't like you at all, and now I don't like you much. Do you know more. what it could be? Yeah. Maybe I'm going on my stew defensive, which it's not really necessary. No, no. Osha's probably older than every other contestant who's ever been on this show. Yeah. Ooh. And he doesn't know how to be the fatherly kind of like advice figure to a 45-year-old man. That's true. I hadn't thought about that. Because how old is Osha? Like 35 maybe? Osha, I reckon he's probably going on He forts. doesn't look a day over 25. I mean, he does. He doesn't <laughs> look a day over 25. You guys, come on. He does. 26 maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> on a bad day. <laughs> Oshi is 43 years old. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, l- it's he like is. his peer. Yeah. Yeah. Or someone older and being like, go get him, Tiger. <laughs> like, he can't do that. No, yeah. you're right. Yeah, you're, you're right. right. Yeah. yeah, it's you got know? a vibe. Mm. It's weird. Um. Anyway, just a thought. No, you're yeah, no. As well, Osha. Just, Sorry? Just throwing that out there. Hmm. Oh, just can't, another one we yeah, can't yeah. have represent us in can't Parliament. Can't have represent us in Parliament, but... Uh. Uh, can represent us in our hearts and sure. on the television. And, yeah. and he does. Yeah. And has for so many years. Mm. Wait, James Matheson's doing parliament politics. <laughs> oh, yeah. he tried. Didn't, didn't he? He yeah. tried. I thought people didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, he didn't get in. Mm. He in ran other, up against Tony Abbott. In other early 2000s Channel V news, yeah. mm. Yumi Steins has a cookbook, apparently. Oh, oh okay. Yumi's got a cookbook. Well, she's making a cookbook. That's Is lovely. it called Yumi Steins? Oh, my God. It mm. should it be. Should be. If it's not. I mean, she has a YouTube cooking channel. Hmm. No, yep. Facebook cooking channel. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going way off track. <laughs> it's it's like, very good. Yeah. Um, I actually really like her uh, British post-hardcore band. Yumi at six. It's <laughs> 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 uh, good. It's very good. Uh, yeah. Okay. So whatever. Stu meets up with Sophie. They lock hands again. Same position as last time. It's wonderful. Sophie says, Stu. I have an amazing life. I'm lucky. I thought she said I have an amazing wife. I'm like, oh, <laughs> call off the twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Call um, off the I don't know what this whole show's about. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm missing that one thing. I just wanted to find love. I just want someone that loves me for me. 
not because I'm sorry, I can't. I just can't it's hear so that phrase. Good. Yeah, it's hard, it's right? So yeah, good. it's a great song. Um, who understood that? Uh, someone who understood that my life in front of the cameras is just a job. Then you tell me that I have put you back together again, and that made me feel so happy because it made me realize. Oh, that's what he said into her skin. Yeah, yeah. he was like, "It's clear you put me back together." That's a deep Weezer cut, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Written with the guy from All American Rejects. Yeah, people Too want deep. more right. of these. Okay. Yeah. Gratitude. Let's not do that. <laughs> Everyone's favorite Weezer album. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than Hurley. I saw. Uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> What? Uh, just somebody was somebody on Twitter was asked what their favorite and least favorite band was, and they said Weezer and Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know how to read. Um, oh, oh, that's problematic. I le- <laughs> well, I learned for your book, and then I'm trying to apply that knowledge here, but there's a lot wow. of different words. Yeah, there's so many different words. Yeah, yeah. Although Hardly- a lot of the same, I literally made a Leonardo's <laughs> Bride reference in my book too. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> and that Relevant. made me feel that made me feel so happy because it made me realize for a relationship to work that both people need to support each other. You said loving me was the best thing you'd done in a while. I don't think anyone's ever said that to me. So I have some really important things to tell you. The first thing is, I'm so sorry that I misjudged you when I first met you. And the second thing is, I'm in love with you. So in love. And then he says, I love you so much. And then they pash. And they smile at one another, and it's you know it's it's all right. He's cuter than that. Yeah. yeah, I know that there's some Stu apathy in the room, but Stu's response to Sophie saying she's in love with him was him going, oh, "You're in love with me." Like he it was, was so yeah, excited. Was really you're right, actually. Yeah, you're yeah. right. And he also couldn't speak at a normal volume. He just whispered the, for the rest of the show, and then the credits ran. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really nice. It was pretty good. Yeah. I don't love Stu and it's no. hard to... And it was kind of like a best of a bad situation. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But that's the thing. Like, it, it, I would have I thought Stu is a fine contender if there were also like, you know, 10 other people who are of a similar sure. compatibility or whatever. Totally. The thing is like the way that Stu reacted and the reason that it's so uh, endearing is that it's, it's similar to like, have you ever watched a YouTube video of a kid getting a dog for Christmas? Yeah. Yes. It's that. Yeah. I got a dog? You got me a puppy? Nintendo 64! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, he, uh, from the moment I hopped off that chopper, I knew, <laughs> I knew I'd done the right thing. A man thing. of the people. <laughs> uh, he says, I love everything about you. I, knew, I, knew, I know it took me forever to say, but I didn't want to get it wrong. You have rescued me. You gave me a second chance. This is such a risk doing this. <laughs> I don't know why he Come has to on, say that. Come on, stop that. Uh, he does the fucking talking into the mouth thing and says, I love you. And that's the that's last line it. of dialogue in the episode. Ooh. He just kept talking into her mouth. For yeah, yeah. they faded it out. <laughs> what do you want to have for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> but if you skip forwards 33 times at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> you hear Jared's yeah. rap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's Stu covering a five song. Yeah. If you're getting down, but, but whispering <laughs> it into Sophie Monk's mouth. He's covering <laughs> Wiki Wiki. I'm getting jiggy. <laughs> <laughs> He's covering We Will Rock You, thinking it's a five song because yeah. they covered it. <laughs> Keep on so, moving is the best five song. Oh, it's, what a hit! That's yeah. a great, great song. 
Um, this is it. That's the end. That's, that's the fin- that's the finale. Thank you for sticking with us, listener. Yeah, I mean, do we have any like final impressions, final thoughts about the season as a whole? I think generally we've gotten most of what we wanted to get out. Love Sophie as a bachelorette. Yeah, thought she was incredible. Uh, wish that the dudes were maybe a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. I feel like what they one thing they could have done is thrown in some more higher pro. And I, I was opposed to Stu from the beginning because he was a higher profile guy. But if they had have had like maybe five to ten of the guys in the house who were, you know, in in different fields or whatever, but like you know, noted. Or, yeah, people. or yeah. just like you know, of a similar like class division i guess yeah or whatever as like Sophie or like or if they had had some kind of challenge that was like uh to reference her boyfriend fiance lifestyles of the rich and famous style mm-hmm. like challenge Mm-mm. where they had to fit into her world rather than all the challenges were like let's milk a goat yeah let's go to a different farm yeah let's go to this thing to show you how normal i am whereas yeah. it's like the real reality is that these people would be coming into her world i think exactly. that's what it is yeah yeah they've tried to force or, or fit Sophie in with the regular bachelor or bachelorette framework to the best of their ability. And I think they did a fairly good job. The only issue is it's not really addressing the types of things that are actually going to happen in their life. Like, like you said, yeah. And perhaps the main takeaway then that we can sort of like, uh, we can pull from this episode is that girls don't like boys. Girls like boats and money. Mm. This is the anthem. Throw all <laughs> your hands up. She all, likes all tattoos and piercings. Uh, yeah. She likes minor threat and social distortion. <laughs> this is a deep cut. Good Charlotte deep cut. Riot Girl, great track. Yes. yes. Hell yeah. Absolutely. You're in the right place. My favorite Good, good Charlotte deep, tra- deep cut is uh, The Click. I don't know if I know The Click. It Are was, you just talking uh, about the Sophie Monk movie? No, no, no. It was the... Uh, so there was an MTV show in like 2001 called The Undergrads. Okay. And Good Charlotte did the theme song. And it was like, just because I walk, like I'll be one can I'll be. You people talk, but you don't even know. Is this not ringing any bells? It does. Okay. It was maybe on the self-titled record as like a B-side kind of thing. Okay. It's really good. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Well, on that note, listeners. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, so Brody. Much for coming on Sorry the show. I talked a lot. No, Thank you for- we appreciate it. That's why we invited you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, Phew. this yeah. is a this is such a big night. It's it's finale night. You came here and spent it with us. I'm very very honored. Yeah, it's lovely. Um, Thank you. Brody's a fantastic author and writer of a book that you should go and read. I just finished reading it. It made me feel very emotional in yeah. a lot of good ways. Yeah. So uh, track down a copy. It's everywhere. It's but called No Way. Okay, fine. That's right. Yeah. Similar to our response upon finding out who the winner of The Bachelorette was. Yes. Pretty much. Yeah. You know, we all just got to... All right. You know, all right. Yeah. get yeah. on with it. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. Um, do you have anything else you want to plug? Um, You're on Twitter, Brody Lancaster. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Yep. Um, no, everything's plugged in. Look at all these cables. <laughs> We're all plugged in. All right. <laughs> well, I mean, me and it's Max... literally midnight. <laughs> it is. Yeah, that's it true. Is. In yeah, fact, yeah, yeah. actually later than that. We should hurry up. Oh, right, row. Yeah. Uh, Max and I came here to make friends. Go on the internet. BOH pod. We're going to make new episodes soon. And what else do we say? Uh, look, we're going to do the uh, the Bachelor in Paradise when that happens. Oh, yeah. We're going to yeah, talk yeah. about that. We don't know when it starts. So, Not sure. Like, yeah, just yeah. keep subscribed and check back in. And we'll yeah, hang around. We you. may do an off-season Who episode. Who unsubscribes from I a don't podcast? Know. Idiots. Not me. We love you, you idiots. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us for the whole series. Uh, I, I'll save this stuff for Twitter. 
<laughs> okay. All right. We love you. Please take care of each other and yourselves. And, uh, you know, um, uh, give, uh, f- f- uh, go plant a rose. Maybe there'll be more next year. Wow. Ooh. Good job. Okay. Bye. Bye.